This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Monday, April 6th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, confirmed coronavirus cases shot past 1.2 million globally as the United States braces for the most challenging days ahead for many of its hardest hit cities. The Pennsylvania Department of Health said Sunday, 1,493 additional positive cases brings the state's total of COVID-19 patients to 11,510. Of the patients who have tested positive to date. The age breakdown is as follows. Nearly 1% um, are aged 0 to 4, 1% aged 5 to 12, and 1% aged 13 to 18. Uh, Nearly 8% are aged 19 to 24. And then the highest percentage uh, is the ages 25 to 49, and that's about 42% uh, of the state's total. Nearly 29% are aged 50 to 64, and then 65 and older are nearly 20%. 14% of the 695 nursing facilities in the state have tested uh, at least one case of COVID-19. Health Secretary Rachel Levine said the state is looking to hire a company that will act as a SWAT team to help nursing homes struggling with infection control. As, um, as of Saturday afternoon, the state was reporting two deaths in Berks County, 11 deaths in Bucks County, two in Chester, 13 in Delaware County, 17 deaths in Montgomery County, and 24, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 43 deaths uh, now in Philadelphia. Governor Phil Murphy announced Sunday that the number of positive COVID cases in New Jersey has risen to at least 37,500, and there have been 917 deaths across the state. President Donald Trump uh, has approved a disaster declaration for the state of Delaware. Health officials reported a total of 673 cases of the coronavirus, and 14 have died from the virus. Lowe's announced last week that additional actions are being made across the United States stores to further protect and provide for both the associates and customers during this unprecedented time. The announcement, including a temporary $2 an hour wage increase for full-time, part-time, and seasonal hourly associates for the hours they work at Lowe's stores, contact centers, and supply chain facilities in the United States and Canada for the month of April. We are continually working on ways to protect and support our associates and our customers during this time when we all are adjusting how we work and live, said uh, Marvin Ellison, Lowe's president and CEO. The company says the wage increase is just another way to thank their 300,000 associates for their heroic actions in serving the needs of our communities. Stores will close at 7 p.m. daily to ensure additional time to replenish essential products and thoroughly clean and sanitize. Masks and gloves are available to all associates in the workplace who want them. As they previously shared, uh, Lowe's donated all the N95 medical masks uh, and they were they uh, placed on a stop sale and they were being donated to hospitals uh, to protect the frontline healthcare workers along with other personal protective equipment for first responders in the communities. Lowe's developed an app to implement a new customer limit protocol available now on associates handheld devices so each store manager can now actually monitor foot traffic and then limit entrance based on the cdc and local guidelines so basically if there's too many people in the store this app will let the store manager know and they put a stop to it and then they just allow uh you know a few in and a few out at at, uh, the same time they also made substantial updates to the store floor layouts to further support the cdc's guideline for social distancing such as opening up aisle space by removing displays 
Chinese tourist sites were packed as the country comes out of lockdown, but experts still say that the risk is high. Large numbers of people flock to popular tourist sites in major cities across China over the country's holiday weekend, despite warnings from health authorities that the risk posed by the coronavirus pandemic remains far from over. Images showed thousands of people crammed together in tourist sites wearing face masks, eager to experience the great outdoors after months of travel restrictions and strict lockdown measures. Authorities took the unusual step at one park, issuing a notice declaring that the park had reached its 20,000-person daily capacity and would not be accepting any more visitors. Wow. Meanwhile, in Shanghai, the famous uh, Bund water, waterfront was once again packed with shoppers and tourists after weeks of being uh, nearly deserted. Many of the city's restaurants that were shuttered only days ago also appeared to be uh, doing a brisk trade with several requiring, res- uh, requiring reservations to enter. A similar story played out in the capital in Beijing with locals flocking to the city's parks and open spaces. The abrupt return to apparent normalcy comes more than three months after the virus was first detected in the Chinese city of Wuhan. Yeah, I'm wondering how that's going to be for everywhere, each community, yeah. each yeah. country when uh, when things start to loosen up and cabin fever and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, even though they say be cautious, everybody I think is going to run for the hills. Well, and, and you're exactly right. You know? I've been thinking about this all along, President. I've heard not more than one um, medical pundit say this is all well and good, but when you're dealing with a steady run of 75, 76 degree sunny days, yeah, the dam's going to burst. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. you got you know the but of all the times for it to happen, I think for it to start to um, hopefully we're getting to that flattening of the curve when it gets warmer and and we can see how this plays out. But eventually, people are going to go f this. I know. Well, and how do you avoid that? You know, I guess that's yeah. on us when they when they finally say that the stay at home has been lifted. Like you can't, we can't just all go running to restaurants, right. and parks, and, and stores. What might end up happening is is we might learn by example from the other countries that that are it's going to loosen up first, and then if they see a spike again, then. Mm. By the time it's time for us to do it, we might be a little more cautious. I don't know. Well, they're Maybe saying they're saying you'd go with for a dip, and then there might be a fall spike again as mm-hmm. people get out and socialize. So yeah, yeah. we'll see. Uh, I think um, you know we should just all wear uh, large Mardi Gras masks for the all rest the of yeah, yeah, and that'll mm-hmm. that'll help out. <laughs> The outbreak, which has since spread around the world, infecting more than a million people, saw much of China brought to a near standstill in an effort to contain transmissions. All right, in sports this morning. We've got one good and one bad uh, story in sports. So I'm going to start with the bad story. Tom Dempsey, a longtime NFL kicker who set a league record for longest kick that wasn't eclipsed until 2013, has died after a battle with the coronavirus. He was 73 years old. Dempsey tested positive for COVID-19 last month following an outbreak at a senior care center where he lived in New Orleans, according to his daughter. Ashley Dempsey told reporters that her family was not able to be with their father, uh, who had been battling Alzheimer's disease and dementia, as his condition worsened because residents of the center he was in were in quarantine. Dempsey famously made a 63-yard field goal in 1970 despite being born without toes on his right kicking That's foot. That's wild. Right? The NBA and ESPN are working on televising a horse competition involving several high-profile players. Oh, where'd they get that idea? We were bo- I, I was bombarded on social <laughs> yeah. media. I'm sure we all were with this. Thanks. Disgu- 
discussions have been ongoing among the NBA, the Players Association, and ESPN about a competition among several players in isolation that would include them competing shot for shot in the traditional playground game, sources said. Details include uh, including a schedule and specific player involvement are still being finalized. And that's what I have for you this morning. Huh. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We welcome you all to Monday morning and all its Monday morning glory. And we do have a few things that might make you smile today. Uh, whatever you happened over your weekend, we are going to switch gears. We have an opportunity, first and foremost, for you to win some money. We have MMR's Rock Refund, and it uh, kicks off again today. We'll do this Monday through Friday. We get the honor of doing it first and doing it twice yeah. each weekday. And then uh, Pierre and Jackson and Jackie will have your opportunities. Very, very simple. We'll do it at 8 and 10 a.m. today. So 500 bucks. Be pretty sweet in the pocket. Listen for your chance to win. Guest-wise on the show, we have a returning guest. We actually saw him not that long ago. Little did we know he was going to win the entire competition of The Biggest Loser. He's local. Coach Jim is going to be getting uh, uh, given this call this So time. cool. The last time we saw him, you could be less than six feet away from yeah. someone. And uh, now it's all changed. But, yeah, how cool that he won, man. That's yeah. great. And that was literally one month ago today. We Way okay. back then. Mm-hmm. And it was at the, uh, at the Cardboard Classic. He came by, said hi, looks great. But yeah. he won the whole thing. $100,000. Yeah. Good on him. Very nice guy. So he'll be uh, giving uh, checking in with us this morning. Uh, comedian Tammy Pescatelli has a new stand-up special. She will be giving us a call. And, as you said, Steve, the goat of Jeopardy, yeah. Ken Jennings, is going to be <laughs> contacting us this morning. And he's on the show, Preston, that is hosted by Brooke Burns. Love Brooke Burns. Yeah. It's called Masterminds on uh, Game Show Network. Is that where it is? Yeah, it's uh, GSN. So uh, we'll chat with those crew this morning. We also have the Daily, I'm sorry, yeah, Daily Rush Madness. We're getting closer and closer to finding out who the champion of this year's matchup will be. It's only the second time we've ever done this, and we appreciate your participation. Are we down to the Sweet 16 now, Morris? I mean, we're going to announce our our final uh, winners uh, going into the next round, and then we'll be at the Sweet 16. Love it, man. All right, so we need your help with that, and we will slowly, through the course of the show, roll out the matchups. They're already up and running, and you can vote for them on PrestonSteve.com if you just can't wait. Go right ahead and vote, and please let us know. Oh, and I want to mention this, because he's always listening this early in the morning. Jackie Bam Bam is starting a new feature tonight. Ah. It's called Metallica Mondays with Jackie. Nice. Just what you need. And he is going to be playing a badass live concert clip from Metallica, and that's uh, that's going to be happening regularly Monday in conjunction. Metallica is releasing an entire concert recording each week available for your streaming and pleasure uh, at uh, WMMR.com, and you can crank up your smart speaker from the comfort of your home each Monday night at 9 p.m. So that is with Jackie tonight. A lot of people forget that Metallica beat the swine flu, but that they beat that back. So now is the perfect time for it. I think uh, Jackie is going to follow it up with uh, Gina Vanelli Tuesdays, Press. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just want to stop, stop and tell you what I think about you, babe. He loves that song. <laughs> Bill does not like that song. No. And no. hates when he plays it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get things moving. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We'll do some good. Oh, I didn't even mention a New Word of the Week prize uh, this week. We have a case. A case of stateside vodka. 
If that doesn't last <laughs> you a oh while, <clears throat> you got an issue. But we have a case, a case? of states. It's what it says right here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, it's like right after listen, prohibition was lifted, Preston. What people Dear need. God. Uh, plus four T-shirts, four rocks, glasses, a tour for four of the distillery, and a hundred and fifty dollars gift certificate for the tasting room. So if that's... they're the ones that did the um, the vodka for the bitch box. So everybody who who came out to that event has the bottle with a uh, bitch Ding. box uh, sketched in the side of it. Yeah, they do. They engrave their bottles. It's pretty awesome. They're so, great. A case of stateside <laughs> vodka. Good luck. Could be yours. So uh, these things and more. That's the word of the week prize. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second and uh, we'll have a stupid question and that entertainment report all set to go for you. So stay there. We'll be back in just a moment. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So for the Stupid Question prize, we have a digital download of The Way Back, uh, the Ben Affleck film. And the the question that I have for you this morning is how long are the dashed lines on a road when you're driving? I think we've asked this before, but I'm going to ask. How long are the dashes? Yeah, how long are those? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. And uh, call now. While you are calling in, we are going to go through some birthdays today. We'll begin with a musical birthday. Warren Haynes, guitarist for the Allman Brothers Band. Also in the band Government Mule, uh, is 60 today. Never sampled Government Mule. I just know of them in kind of the jam band uh, uh, community, right, Kate? Yeah. I, um, I Listen, because I like fish, everybody just assumes I'm a jam band guy. And, right. and I, I definitely know... A, a couple of things, not like not a lot, but uh, yeah, Government Mules like Southern Jam Band. Let okay, add, let me ask you this: so I've heard that people who are uh, Grateful Dead fans are more likely to be Government Mule fans, and that Fish fans are more likely to be was it String Cheese? What's that String Cheese? String incident? Cheese? Incident? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess so. any merit is it just a crock of crap? I don't know. I think it really all just depends on your personal taste. Now, like, what's funny about my. Uh, I, Normally, what I really, really like are, like, strong vocalists, right? Fish doesn't have a strong vocalist in their band. And, like, I actually don't really... Uh, Warren Haynes' voice doesn't do it for me, even though I know he's a strong vocalist. Doesn't make you shoot. Doesn't make me shoot. Does not make me shoot. So, uh, but I love his guitar playing, and so there. That's all I have Every, to say about okay. that. Okay. <laughs> Every now and then, I, I go down into a, a Southern rock, uh, you know, rabbit hole that I want to spend more time with uh, with Allman Brothers and Skinner and Marshall Tucker. Marshall Tucker Band, yeah. yeah I, I know. For the, for a long time, uh, years ago, I was on a long streak of uh, Southern rock, you know, because yeah. they had some great musicians. I recently shared a song with uh, Casey from a band called The Outlaws and a song that's uh, Green Grass and High Tide. It's like a 10-minute long right. super Southern rock jam, yeah. It was like... It was like a ten minute climax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets it ends at its height. Yeah, uh-huh. it's pretty badass. So anyhow, Warren Haynes is sixty. There it is. Basically, he shot. Mm-hmm. But just stay there for ten minutes, yeah. and that's where the song was. 
All right, so <laughs> Warren Haynes is 60 today. <laughs> Let him finish. Paul Rudd has a birthday today. <laughs> 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 Well, that's at least for my love you, man. Paul Rudd, one of the most instantly likable guys. Yeah. Yeah. Not a better Ant-Man could you possibly come up with. A wonderful addition to the MC. uh, Yeah. mm -hmm. Watched Uh, all of uh, Endgame uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. (laughs) That's kind of like a go-to for me. Like, all right, if I just want to, like, kind of go to sleep or whatever. Oh, it's such a quick yeah. watch. Yeah, it's such a quick watch. <laughs> no, it's something that I can fall asleep to because yeah. I've seen it so many times. But I turned it on yesterday afternoon, and I sat and I watched the whole thing. Nice. Love it. I had, I actually had a Paul Rudd moment on Saturday morning. I woke up because Friday night, I had, and, and it all has to do with Ant-Man and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and the Winter Soldier when he was in because I, I woke up, had, had I drank a fair amount, and I woke up with a really dry mouth. <laughs> And I thought of the line immediately when I woke up of uh, in Winter Soldier after they get with the d- big airport battle. Yeah. He, he opens up his helmet. And he goes, "Does anybody have any orange slices?" <laughs> <laughs> it's just immediately what I thought about when I woke up with a dry mouth from being hungover. He has. Do we have an ID of, from him? Don't we? Uh, uh, do we? Paul Rudd. Yeah, because I met him and Steve Carell. Uh, we, they did the dinner for schmucks. Yeah, um, check for a few that. Years ago, and and Paul Rudd was super nice, really easy to talk to. We talked about baseball for for quite a while. He became friends with Chase Utley. Carell was pretty businesslike and uh, didn't have a ton to say, but um, Paul Rudd couldn't have been cooler. Yeah, he's. I, I have a feeling he's the guy you want him to be. Yeah. Yeah. He also has, I think, one of the most emotional wallops in uh, Endgame when he oh. sees his daughter. Oh, my God. Grown up. It's it, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, wonderful. <clears throat> what did you say that was? Uh, dinner for schmucks? Yeah, they talk about uh, gadzooks. They say, what's a gadzooks or something okay. along those lines. Oh, yeah. Let yeah. me look under dinner for, because it's not under Paul Rudd. Let me look under dinner for schmucks. Look Dig around a little bit. Lengthy orgasm. Uh, Paul- <laughs> I got it. I got it if you guys want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you right, go. Hit it. Here we go. Hi, this is Steve Carell. And this is Paul Rudd. And you are listening to Preston and Steve on WMMR. Gadzooks! What did you just say? Gadzooks. Don't be a gadzook. <laughs> That's fun. All right. Well, happy birthday, Paul. We never play. We have a, we have a couple of those. We yeah. never ask for them. Yeah. You yeah. know? Well, I mean, we used to, but we just never did anything with them. Uh, then you have Zach <laughs> Braff uh, celebrating a birthday today. I can't do this all. Scrubs and Garden State. We just talk about their new podcast. They're doing a sort of a uh, Scrubs or whatever it is, non-doctor yeah. podcast. He and uh, Faison. Yeah, yeah. Uh, love those guys together. They're great. Uh, so he is 45 today. Oh, it's Billy D. Williams' birthday today. Billy D. is 83 years old. He was a cool addition to the last movie, the last uh, Star Wars movie. I was glad that he was in it. I need to, I, I still need to see that. Uh, he looks good, too. Does he? Yeah. I always love Billy D. He's cool. Uh, so he's 83 today. John Ratzenberger of Cheers. And... Isn't even credited in the first season of Cheers. What? Yeah, he's, no ba- he's yeah he's kind of like a blip on the show. Okay. And he's credited as a blip. Um, yeah. But uh, and he's only in a, you know, a few episodes. And I guess, I don't know, maybe he tested well with audiences or whatever. But uh, eventually made his way into the, you know, the main cast there. That's I, happened before, yeah. Oh, now, sure. I watched uh, Onward, which is the latest Pixar film. What'd you I, think? I, I liked it. Yeah. I did enjoy it. It was, uh, it, it's a very touching story. Right. Uh, and I thought that, um, uh, oh man, what's his name? Uh, Chris plays, Pratt? Plays the older brother. Chris Pratt. Yeah. I, I loved yeah, yeah, his yeah. character in that. 
John Ratzenberger's in this? Well, he's in every Pixar yeah. movie. So I pulled mm. up the cast. Sometimes I do that, and sometimes I don't with animated films, because sometimes I don't want to know who the voices right. are, so it doesn't distract you. But I, there were a couple I'm like, I think I know that voice. I need to find out who it is. And then I saw John Ratzenberger's name pop up in the cast, and I'm like, oh, yeah, of course, it's a Pixar film. But then I wasn't paying attention for the whole movie, and I forgot where he pops up. And I think he's just got a of course one of those one line oh, characters. But I didn't. I remember which one it was. I watched it again yesterday. So, but every single Pixar movie, you will hear his voice. He's their good luck charm. He's seventy three today. Mary Lou Henner, who's been here in our studio before, love her. Is sixty eight today? Yep. What is the actual specific classification of her memory? There, are, there are different types. There's a photographic memory. She doesn't have that. She has something else. Yeah, I, I don't know, Steve, but yeah. it's it's damn close to being photographic. To I mean, um, she can remember everything down for her life, um, down to a day, down to everything, and and. Uh, She's described as a blessing and a curse because she can never let go of painful moments. Right. Oh, man. Right. So my <clears throat> friend from college has a photographic memory, and I don't really understand what that means. I, obviously, he's a surgeon now and, um, you know, always did really, really well in school. So, obviously. like, well, I mean, <clears throat> of course, he's a doctor. Okay, you know, yeah, like, if you're going to have a photographic memory, uh, you know, you're going to do work at a photo booth. We're working yeah. a photo. Yeah. Here are your she, pictures, Mrs. Smith. Hers is cold. Pulled them out of my head. <laughs> you put them on. You put them in on October 15th at 3.20 p.m. Steve, hers is literally called a super memory. Super, super memory. memory. Yeah, what? super memory recalls every day of her life. What were you going to say, Kath? I was, well, kind of what Nick said. It's called HSAM. It's highly superior autobiographical memory. Oh, my God. Hi- anything with the name highly superior, superior in yeah, the yeah. words in it. Yeah. Uh, well, she was lovely. She was really, really fun. She's uh, great, yeah. 68 today. Uh, two more quick birthdays. Uh, Candace Cameron. Oh! A full house. Yes. she She's really a uh, a lovely young lady. Yes, as she she's is. in a number of my favorite Hallmark Christmas movies. I didn't realize how many she was in. <laughs> she's in one of my favorites this year where uh, she relieves, she relieves uh, Christmas's past by putting on different pairs of shoes. Okay. <laughs> A Shoe she's, Lover's Christmas, I think it's called. All right. She's been on our show like a number of times. Has she? Yeah, she called. Because I, I, I booked her once for one of these Hallmark okay. shows. Kathy, she also uh, hawks the Star Kiss tuna in a pouches. The those. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh she does everything. Uh, she's forty four today, and then the last birthday, Jason Hervey, the older brother Wayne on the Wonder Years. Jeez. Oh, and uh, not only that, he was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was also in Back to the Future. Remember, he plays uh, the little brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah what's a rerun? Thompson. Yeah, what's a rerun? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so he is uh, 48 years old. And this old is him today. playing the guitar. Happy birthday, Jason Irving. Yeah, he was a guitarist for, uh, uh, Joe, Cocker. for Joe Cocker back in the day, and uh, which is wild because he was so tiny. He was so tiny as he was a zygote up there. Jesus. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. How long are the dashed lines on the road when you're driving? 215-263-WMMR. I was surprised at this answer. I will go to Andy for that. Hi, Andy. Good morning. Hey, guys. You guys rock. How's it going? Appreciate it, bud. It's going well. Do me a favor. Give me that answer. Tell me how long the dashed lines are on the road. Uh, those lines are 10 feet long. Yeah, 10, ten feet. feet. Yeah. What? They don't look that long. No, do they? they do not. Yeah. I guess at the speed you're usually traveling, which is for me 110. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. I always thought they were like three feet long. Yeah. They're ten, ten feet. feet. Long, yeah. A digital download of The Way Back, starring Ben Affleck, in an inspiring story of a man's struggle to overcome tragedy. His road to redemption leads him back to his high school alma mater, 
uh, to coach a basketball team with their own troubles and challenges. Own the digital movie now, so we'll set you up with that. All right, some entertainment stories. That's what we do at this time, Monday through Friday. We'll start with Louis C.K., he believes there are two kinds of people, those who need to laugh when times get tough and those who believe uh, that hard times require that laughter be put aside to give painful things the respect and silence due to them. C.K. counts himself a member of the first group, and as such, he's dropped without fanfare a new comedy special for a per- for purchase on his website. Uh, he had said, for those who need to laugh, I hope my new show will help. Uh, for those of you who can't laugh right now, I wish you all the peace you can grab in this terrible time. The hour-long special titled Sincerely Louis C.K. and available to download and stream for $7.99 was filmed in early March at Washington Warner Theater. It was a one-stop of a comeback tour uh, that began in the fall and was set to continue into the late spring before COVID-19. His tour came two years after he, or this tour came two years after he admitted to pleasuring himself in front of female comedians and associates uh, though he had started uh, turning up in comedy clubs nine months after confirming his sexual misconduct in November 2017. I wonder what kind of shift this causes with things that are sort of on the fringe like Louis C.K.'s stuff. And, you know, there's sort of a, an overall effect to the coronavirus. And, you know, everything's there are a lot of sort of controversies that were put on the back burner with all this. And I wonder how this will be received, you know? I've, I mean, the special was obviously recorded before everything took off, but it's interesting. It is interesting. I mean, the, the original story I read was like, you know, Twitter reacts to, and I, I don't really dive down into that whole Well, Twitter's always accurate. Too much, but yeah. there was a lot of negativity, as yeah, you yeah. can imagine, that popped up because of this and uh, or, or re, re, uh, pertaining to this. But Well, everyone's, everyone's highly sensitive. In fact, last night, I was watching America's Funny Stone videos. And every time Alfonso Rivera went through the audience and was high-fiving people, yeah. they put a graphic up in the corner of the screen saying, taped on the date. Oh, my okay. God. Yeah. Just to yeah. let people know he... <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, and then also there was another one, Steve, where a lady was wearing a face mask. Yes. And, and a baby kept trying to take the face mask off. And it was like, uh, this This was submitted in March of 2019. Right. This, this was well before the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, breakup news. Channing Tatum and Jesse J. Again! Split again. Yeah, they had done it uh, late last year after dating for more than a year, only to get back together in January. But now they've split again after realizing they just couldn't make it work. Turns out you stink. A uh, source tells people uh, they cared enough about each other to try again, but realized it was better to move on. It's totally amicable. I think we've all had relationships like that where you, yeah. uh, you know, I, you I give call, it a shot. I, I call it the decaying orbit relationship. <laughs> that's the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, the first time around, Insider said the love was there, but the timing was off with uh, Tatum wanting to focus on co-parenting Everly, whom he shares with ex-wife Jenna Dewan. Also complicating matters was the fact that uh, trolls online were constantly comparing Dewan They're real? and Jay's. No, not not Uh-oh. like living under bridges and stuff. No, uh, comparing Dewan and Jay's looks in uh, a fact that seemed to frustrate everyone. In January, after uh, reuniting, uh, Tatum flipped out on a follower who suggested that uh, Jay wasn't as attractive as Dewan. She's so. a beautiful woman. She is super yeah. talented, yeah. and uh, it's a bunch of a bunch of hooey and hokum. I wish I could remember her song. Because I always, uh, when I think of her, I think of that, uh, darling, hold my hand. You know who that is? No. no. Uh, all right. I have no. That's Jess Glynn, Casey. That's... I don't know why I know that. <laughs> <laughs> she Thank had a you. Song, she had a song called Domino. She also did that um, that song with. Uh... Sharp right has the can-cans. 
No, 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 no. Shot by does it. That's okay. No, she did that song with Ariana Grande and... Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, so, nonetheless, those two are over with. Meghan Markle narrates Disney's new documentary, Elephant. I watched it. What yeah. did you think? I w- Listen, you put on the story where they were crapping all over for a narration. <sighs> I don't know what they were looking for. She did a great job. I mean, she she got, you know, properly playful when you showed the baby elephants, and she got... Uh, I, I thought it was a solid job. I'm saying to my wife, I said, believe it or not, they were complaining about her narration of this. And apparently Prince Harry joined her in the studio while she was... Uh, was he the voice of the elephants? I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> filmmaker Vanessa Berlowitz tells people it was amazing having Harry there. Uh, and filmmaker Mark Linfield added Harry was correcting her pronunciation. It's elephant. Uh Meanwhile... <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Sources tell the Daily Mail that the suits it's al- Africa. The suits alum is concerned about the tepid critical reaction to Elephant and is now keen to only work with A-list directors. Oh, shut up! I don't believe that. No, no, don't no, no, that. no, no. It, and let me tell you this: that uh, Kathy, uh, you know, you can all watch it without any fear of. It's Disney, so you yeah. remember they killed yeah. they killed Bambi's mother in the beginning. But but there is, it's not. Too much to handle for young kids, but it's an amazing documentary. As Disney, their nature documentaries are superb. I agree. I mean, I watched Onward yesterday, and they had half his dead dad for the entire movie. So, you know. So, come on, man. Hey, uh, we have some uh, clips speaking of the the royal family with the queen. Yes. Uh, She made a rare uh, public uh, statement. She Uh, says, publicly came out and said that Meghan Markle's narration sucked. Oh, wow. No, no, she she, she, she addressed the the public, and, and obviously... You know, and an extension of the world, and it was pretty amazing. Here we go. While we have faced challenges before, this one is different. This time we join with all nations across the globe in a common endeavor, using the great advances of science and our instinctive compassion to heal. We will succeed, and that success will belong to every one of us. We should take comfort that while we may have more still to endure, Better days will return. We will be with our friends again. We will be with our families again. We will meet again. Uh, now, they, they were critical. Some were critical because she was sitting on a Sibian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they she can do whatever she wants, uh, man. <laughs> They thought that was um, inappropriate. She was giving it. She did not know. She she was she was told it was an exercise device. Oh, Um, (laughs) jeez. This will help your posture, madam. My my lumbar. But then she she hearkened back, Preston, to uh, a young queen giving a similar address. During World War II. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not going to be able to unsee <laughs> Queen Elizabeth on a Sibian by giving this address. Okay, but here we go. I'm speaking to you at what I know is an increasingly challenging time. It reminds me of the very first broadcast I made in 1940, helped by my sister. We as children spoke from here at Windsor to children who had been evacuated from their homes and sent away for their own safety. Today, once again, many will feel a painful sense of separation from their loved ones. But now as then, we know deep down that it is the right thing to do. Okay, I can't stop thinking about it. 
Uh, but she, listen, she's saying to the country and the world, I, we've been through horrific times before and yeah. we, we will prevail. I and the notion of the queen saying you'll be back with your families and we'll be back to life, it means something. I love her pronunciation. I, yeah. Even in the uh, the show The Crown, uh, both actresses yes. who portrayed her, just that, uh, uh, the delivery in the speech. I and... ask you all to bide your time. <laughs> <laughs> because this is supposedly going to end soon. It will turn out to be nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> uh, supposedly. Supposedly. But I ask you. Use and use and use. <laughs> regardless. Regardless. <laughs> regardless of the truth. Uh, I seen this guy. Uh, yeah. I seen this man <laughs> approach me to ask me a question. <laughs> supposedly about the coronavirus. Uh, the Rona. Yeah, the Rona. <laughs> the Rona. <laughs> Some rando dude. <laughs> She's right. although she's the the video the quality her she is the mother to the country yeah. and I think um, that serves a purpose. Yep, yep. All right, let's move on to some other things. How uh, about this? Perhaps due to a newfound lack of public performance outlets, celebrities are using Instagram Live as their theatrical space. Kylie Jenner is the latest to hop on the our gra- queen jump mm-hmm. jump on the gram mm-hmm. and uh, spill her tea. The 22-year-old shared on several subjects, including that she she does want sev- seven kids down the line, oh, but geez. not right now. Kylie wants seven kids? Yeah. All right, uh, well, how many does her mom have? Her mom has... Her all mom right, has so you got the three, three daughters. You got, by extension, uh, the, the, and then four, the son. She's got six, dude. Six? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay, yeah. She said, pregnancy is not a joke. It's a serious thing, and it's hard. I'm not ready uh, for that just yet, she said. Uh, she also shared that she would opt for a silent sex partner over one with a weird accent during an Instagram live game of Would You Rather. A silent sex partner? I don't understand. Like yeah. Frankenstein? I guess some, well, he would at least grunt. Uh, also, Jenna reveals that her search history might be pretty sketchy. Uh, when asked if she'd rather give up her phone forever or have her history revealed, she said, in my particular case, I would never use my cell phone again. Sometimes I look up weird S on Google or random stuff, and I hate opening my Google to weird things, she said. So that's what she said. Okay. All right. Well, comforted a nation. Uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky, who we had on uh, the show a couple weeks back said he once said that you're more likely to die after being hit by an asteroid than the highly contagious virus corona 19 or i mean uh, covid 19 right on saturday he drastically changed his tune he said my early comments about equating coronavirus with influenza were wrong they were incorrect uh he was referring to his consistent comments from february and march said I was part of a chorus that was saying that, and we were wrong, and I want to apologize for that. He said, I wish I had gotten it right, but I got it wrong. So he's walking back his comments now. All right. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, as a father of three, understands how challenging parenting, homeschooling, and working amid the coronavirus pandemic is, and he is setting out to do what he can to help. He shared on Instagram, if you find yourself in a situation like myself, like a lot of people, uh, where you're having to homeschool your kids and you're failing miserably, 
because it's not an easy task. It's very, very difficult job teaching, and I have uh, a boundless, unlimited respect for teachers globally, universally, and I think of them of that for. I thank them for that. If you're having this job, a friend of mine suggested doing these guided meditations with him. Uh, so uh, Teka Watiti, the director of Thor Ragnarok, will also take part. He said, so jump on board to center.com or C-E-N-T-R dot com. And we have uh, six free weeks available for you until April, f- April 5th. So I, I like this. I guess he's yes, doing that. He's doing, yeah, yeah. So, and um, I've always been a big proponent of this um, and then finally learned, or at least uh, the Dr. Rosenpenis, uh, right. Dr. Rosenberg, about, about, you know, a daily meditation that, that does make a difference. And I think this can... People are quick to dismiss stuff like this. I would say give it a try and see if you get a result. At least try it. Give it a try. I did it. I did it for a while, and uh, and and I was hoping that it would that I would take to it. I didn't quite take to it. I see the benefits of it, but it doesn't necessarily work for me. Get Doctor Rosenberg to do the uh, um, uh, to do something for you because it's. I know exactly what you're talking about, Preston. The regular sort of TM sort of thing. I just can't. I can't do that. But this... no, it was mindful. It wasn't yeah. TM. Yeah. It was mindful meditation. Okay, but... listen, right. you can you can find guided meditation on YouTube or whatever, and that's not a problem. Press. Uh, you had mentioned that he said it's available until April fifth, because that was yesterday. I'm sorry. Uh, oh yeah, until April fifth. So. Uh, yeah. Well, now I need to, uh, need to do it because it. I'm all stressed <laughs> out for missing it. Well, which is weird because it says we have. I think he means from April fifth because it says six free weeks available. Yeah. And he just made this announcement. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, maybe you that's ever, Ragnarok I don't time. Know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. You guys it, ever try the uh, the Calm app? No. Uh, what is it? It's it's just an app uh, that you can oh. download on your phone for free, and uh, they have like seven or eight guided meditations that you can use. Um, and then it becomes a, a paying app. So yeah, I think it's like. Uh, 10 bucks a month or whatever uh, but they right now are um their paid features are free so you can just download the app it's, it's the word calm c-a-l-m download it and the, they've extended all of the um the paid features for free oh, for, okay. for a while yeah it's neat i, like I have insight timer um same thing but it is just a free app there, there's nothing paid for it do you do that every day kath or um well when jace when jace was at school and i would have to pick him up uh, yes, I would because I would do it in car line um, okay. while waiting at his school. But since uh, he's Please not at school, I don't want to kill these people. <laughs> Everybody else in line. <laughs> you know, um, uh, you can use an egg timer too, Kathy, if you want. That'll help. A what, egg, egg, egg timer. timer. <laughs> All right. So I got some Tiger King updates. Uh, apparently, it's not over yet. Netflix, according to Jeff Lowe, is releasing an extra episode of the docu series last week. This was while he was uh, he had posted an episode. Or he talks about the new episode in a cameo video. Yes. Posted on Twitter by Justin Turner <clears throat> of the Los Angeles Dodgers. And we have audio of this. Now, Jeff Lowe is the guy who ended up bailing out the uh, the sanctuary, the zoo. Uh, he was the, the the skeeviest guy on the show, in my personal opinion. I Yeah, that's I think it's what I called that as well. Yeah. Next to the guy who took a circular saw to a federal oh agent. Oh, my God. So here's uh, here's him talking about it. You need a life. You just wasted seven hours on ours. Take care, guys. We love you. Netflix is adding one more episode. We'll be on next week. Next week, week yeah. We're filming here tomorrow. Take care, stay safe, and put your mask on. Now, from what I had read at the time of, of this story, which was yesterday, I think I got this, They Netflix hasn't commented on this yet. No, they, haven't, no. they haven't responded. So this is what Jeff Lowe says. So... This dude's a, a freaking pathological liar, so who knows? Take it with a, a grain of salt. There yeah. is, however, there has been uh, information leaking out that they are planning a second mini-series, less episodes. I can see that. That is an After the Tiger King 
uh, so. approach. So this could be true. So there's this, and then there's audio that uh, they had f- apparently from this mini series that they're putting together, mini mini series of Joe talking from prison. Okay, so All we right. have we have that as well. If you oh, okay, yeah. Case, can you pull that up? Yep. Oh, and- wait, uh, from talking yep. from prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. When I walk out of here, am I going to be as crazy as I was before? That will never change. You know, it would be nice if I could actually see me being famous out there, but I'm, I've seen these same four walls for a year and a half. Uh, it's now time to turn the tables and, and Joe get out of jail, uh, a free man, and exonerated from all these charges. Okay. He's in banjo prison. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, that's where they always play banjo music <laughs> banjo around the clock. Why and did it's, they do uh, that? It's to make them penitent. Okay. Uh, this is terrible news, and unfortunately, not many details about this. A kid named Logan Williams, best known for his role as Barry Allen on CW's The Flash as a kid, yeah. uh, has died. He was 16 years what? old. What? Oh There's no official cause of death revealed. Whoa. Uh, but according to Canada's Tri-City News, the British oh Columbia-born actor's mother, uh, Marilise Williams, said his family is absolute de- absolutely devastated by his passing. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know any details beyond that. But, yeah, 16 years old, we'll have to, you know, you always assume a terrible. That just sucks. You know, I assume terrible things when I see somebody of that age. It didn't. You don't hear about a history of them being ill yeah, or anything yeah. like that. So, But we'll we'll get some details on that. Uh, according to TMZ, Floyd Mayweather's 19-year-old daughter, uh, Iana, uh, Yaya Mayweather, uh, was arrested in Houston on Saturday morning for felony aggravated assault. After Again? allegedly yeah. stabbing the mother what? of oh, rapper NBA Youngboy's child. Okay. What? Wait, she stabbed someone? She stabbed the mother of NBA Youngboy's child, yes. Uh, reports oh. say that Mayweather allegedly stabbed... Uh, Laprata Lashia Jacobs twice in both arms. Oh, my God. Uh, Jacobs had to undergo emergency surgery. What the hell? Yeah. As of press time, a judge agreed to release Mayweather on $30,000 bail. She will be arraigned in uh, courts this morning, hey, by Nick, the way. Hey, what's scary. the name of that app again? We should let her know yeah, about no that. Yeah, no kidding. Calm. Yes, Calm. the word calm, yes. <laughs> Did you guys see the video of Floyd <laughs> talking? Uh, it was I saw it on Twitter, I believe, where he got to the word. He wanted to say pandemic, and he... His brain oh, no. just wouldn't let him say it. Pancetta? Uh, no, no. He was like, Epiquette. <laughs> and then and then he's like, eh, eh, eh. You know what's going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> I saw you watching that. I wasn't sure. I didn't oh, know what Marissa, that was about. If you can so. find it, it is so good. Well, you know, sometimes you take yeah. enough hits to the head yeah. and things get rewired. <laughs> and you've seen it. it it'll, it'll happen. I mean, thank yeah. God he is lightning fast and nobody can punch him because I don't know what he'd be able to do with this. Because then, then afterwards, he holds up. Like wads of cash. I'm like, okay, this oh, guy. He's been yeah. doing that for ages. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's his thing. Yeah, he can't say the word the pandemic, but, you yeah. know, he's just got duffel bags full of cash. He, he loves he, the flash. Didn't, didn't he have an alter ego for a while? Another character <laughs> that, like, called money or something Chris like Gaines. that? Chris Gaines. Chris <laughs> Gaines? Yeah. No, that was, uh, <laughs> oh, who was it? Garth no, Brooks. No, Garth Brooks. I, I would think no. it was, like, Joey Calderon, I think, was his alter ego. What was his character? That was, like, a hip-hop money, guy? Well, he was Money Mayweather, but... Um, yeah, but then he started to to portray himself as somebody else oh, and like that, that for a while. For a short time, yeah. he was just playing it up. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, what else I have for you? HBO has made good on its promise to open up its doors for free to viewers on Friday. The free at the yeah free ad free programming includes Sopranos, Veep, Succession, Six Feet Under, plus twenty movies uh, from corporate sibling uh, Warner Brothers. 
and 10 HBO documentaries and docuseries. Huh. Many hits, including Game of Thrones, Big Little Lies, and Chernobyl, are behind the paywall. I started watching this weekend because I watched. Uh, I started watching uh, Succession on Casey's recommendation, and then Steve, I started watching McMillions on your recommendation. <laughs> well, what do you think? They're, well, they're both great. Yeah, and uh, McMillions is. Um, it's sort of like a, the thinking man's Tiger King. Okay. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Succession is a great show as well. It is. You know, I got bored of Succession. Like a few seasons I, I'm only, in. I'm, I'm only two or three episodes well, in. Well, yeah, so this, this Kathy, this next season is when they bring in the Tigers. So it, it should be good. Oh, should get really good. What's Succession about? That's the one with uh, Brian Cox. It's basically like a, a media mogul empire in uh, New York City. He's a he's a billionaire, and um, he has a bit of a health issue, and so he's going to appoint his son to be the new CEO. And then um, the crap hits the fan, and, and all of these things happen within the family. But okay. uh, it's it's really well done. And Kieran Culkin, uh, Macaulay's brother's in it, and yeah. he is great. He's um, so but, good, man. Yeah, I, I just started, so I, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. By the way, if Nick, you guys you... notice the the way that Nick is framed on Facetime, he's like the opposite of Wilson on Home Improvement. <laughs> Yeah, we just see his, just, uh, just, from his nose down. Yeah. There, we go. there we go. He's leaning back a little. He's Batman. That, that's, yeah. I can't talk right now. I'm FaceTiming with my morning show. Succession. By the way, HBO reports that uh, string of HBO is now already up more than 40% from uh, March 14th through the 24th. All right, we're ready for clips, so let's go ahead and get to those. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, when two sisters must conceal a murder they've committed, they are forced to search for their hometown's darkest criminal secrets in the movie Blow the Man Down. Here, writer-director Bridget Savage-Cole discusses the film's inception. We wanted to tell something with sisters, and we wanted to tell something with a fishing town because we both had connections with that. But the story is also really personal, too. We kind of say that it's like a what-would-you-do-for-your-sister fantasy fulfillment. Like, how far would you go for her? And so, so many of the characters in it are really, like, pulled from our own relatives. It's very personal. Uh, so, Blow the Man Down is streaming on Amazon Prime uh, Video. Here's the next clip. 12-year-old Kareem hires a criminal to try to scare his mom's new police <clears throat> police officer boyfriend in Coffee and Kareem. In this clip, Ed Helms discusses why he fell in love with the script. I was drawn to this movie precisely because it felt like a comedy that you don't see as much of these days. It really pushes boundaries and is never mean-spirited. And that's what I think is is hard to find. Something that pushes boundaries, feels, you know, right on the edge, but never... It's not about hurting anybody's feelings. It's not about anything mean. It's just good fun. Where are y'all going? Right? Coffee and Kareem is streaming now on Netflix. His uh, love interest in that is Taraji B. P. Henson. Love huh? her. Love her. Hey, all right, Casey has the clip of uh, Floyd Mayweather. Can't <laughs> say the word pandemic. Okay. All right, here we go. I made smart investments. That's why right now with this huge academic, I mean, uh, with this, with this, this with <laughs> That's all right. I'll keep playing it if there's no more. Here uh, no, it's all right. You already got past the part where he can't say pandemic. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's he like, can say, say the S word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, academic. Uh, the stuff that's going on right yeah, now. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> All right, and that is uh, the rundown of entertainment stuff going on. So we have a few people on the program today. Coach Jim, winner of The Biggest Loser, attender of the Cardboard Classic, is going to be checking in with us today. It's very cool. Very happy for him. Yeah. Uh, comedian Tammy Pescatelli is a new stand-up special. She's checking in. And Ken Jennings, the all-time champion 
of Jeopardy is also going to be giving us a call this morning. All that on top of Daily Rush Madness, MMR's Rock Refund. Your chance to win $500 two times today on the Preston and Steve Show. We'll break and be back in a moment. Stay with us. Back in the olden days, about five years ago, your only options to keep listening to WMMR when you got home would be to drive your car into your living room or turn on something called a radio. But now, through modern technology, the smart speaker that's secretly collecting data on you... What did you say? ...can also stream WMMR. Just tell Alexa or Google to open MMR, and magically we'll come streaming into your home. Plus, it may help distract your device from becoming self-aware. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Time to match it up. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right, let's see what happened over the weekend. We had four matchups. I'm nervous. And the first face-off we'll highlight and give you the winner of was uh, Preston's birthday mystery guest against Casey Doesn't Care. Walking away winner was the Preston birthday mystery guest. That one <laughs> is, that was so much fun, you guys. <laughs> Pull one over on me big time. Uh, Next, we have the Preacher Defense Private Jet again versus Pinecone. Case, I'm sorry. Pinecone's out. Preacher Defense Private Jet won. I know you wanted that one to go the distance. Uh, Up next was the Pudding Guy. Pudding. Against Preston Likes the Smell of Dicks. We continue on with Pudding as that moves on to the next round. Really? And the final uh, matchup was Bill Weston's church reading against Doodle Peen. And the winner of that one was Doodle Peen. So those will continue to move forward in the standings. And now we have new matchups today, or at least in this particular time. We're going to highlight all of them uh, before the show's over. Uh, But in the Annabelle section of our brackets, we have Is This a New Pearl Jam Song Against... Intern Ben is a cheater. These are two big heavyweights going against each other. Oh, yeah, my man. God. Let's play a short clip of each. This is the new Pearl Jam. Case, can you uh, put it at the beginning, oh, please? Yeah, yeah. This is the new Pearl Jam song clip. Here we go. Even... As soon as the vocals started, his Dude, no. head popped up. But it, it was believable vocals. <laughs> the first line of the vocals was like, well, Casey's going to make fun of this. <laughs> <laughs> What's the guitar? It's actually Mike McCready. It's Mike McCready. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So excited! Oh, he, I was he played even, that for me yesterday. I was even more excited last night when Nick tweeted out about Pearl Jam coming out with new music this week. I was like, "Oh my god, this is so perfect!" Well, and I saw that you liked that tweet. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, that's uh, one that it's called Casey. Oh, I'm sorry, is this a new Pearl Jam song? And that's going up against Intern Ben. It's a cheater. Let's uh, play a little clip of that. Here we go. For a month, every student had to handwrite all their code. Oh, Because we were cheating. That's crazy. That's all little symbols. We handwrite all of it. Then we had to type it up. I was pissed because I wasn't cheating. I was the one actually doing it right. Because this, is other students were. <laughs> this is outlandish. This is absolutely outlandish. Take finish. outside and kick your ass. How long did it take to take a test like that? Well, for what would take five minutes on the computer was about yeah. 25 on the paper. Jesus. Spizzle them or whatever. Just you have to talk through them. Yeah. So just keep this talking. This is the goddamn dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. It's it, goddamn ridiculous. It all symbols and intense stoppings. <laughs> Preston, <laughs> get yourself together. I can't. <laughs> Steve, Steve being 
outrageous band is killing me. Oh, <laughs> this is an outrage. That was so funny. It was oh so damn funny that day. What kills me is that what was the, what was the girl's name? I forget her name. She's she's she, big Victoria. Oh, Victoria yeah, from yeah, uh, she's yeah, there. She, I, I wore. <laughs> I, I would wear a nice outfit and I'd get an A. And, yeah. and, and, and Ben's looking at it like, are, are you kidding me? I know, Basically I know. would write answers like, what she had for breakfast? Yeah, and she was acing uh-huh. the class. So those videos are phasing off. You can go to PrestonandSteve.com and vote. We are in the Sweet 16 now, folks. We're on our way to getting a champion. It'll be done by the end of the week. So make sure you let us know who you think should win. All right, so uh, I would <laughs> like to share a story real quick. Um, I thought I was being clever. Yes. <laughs> Turns out it was not being clever. Nope. Uh, amidst all the uh, COVID-19 activities, non-activities, non-corona activities. Corona activities. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm over six feet tall. And, um, you know, we're being careful about things we touch in public. Obviously, everyone is right now. And on the doors to the building uh, to get in here in Bala Kenwood, uh, the doors don't have a handle on them. They have a rail that runs down the side, and it goes from the top to the bottom of the door. So I'm like, uh, you know, I'm trying to touch as few things as possible with my bare hands. And uh, so last week, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really tall. <laughs> I'll just reach the very top of the rail yeah. and open the door that way. Were your percentage less of yeah. people reaching that height? Yeah. And what did I find out this morning, Casey? What were you saying? I've been doing the same thing yes. ever since this thing started as well because I'm only 5'7". And then you and told Marissa about it. I asked Marissa the same thing, and then she told me when she was walking in this morning that she's, the, there was a guy ahead of her. Uh, and he, she saw him doing the same exact thing. No one's going low, though. Yeah, Nobody... everybody's reaching to the top. <laughs> Do you want to know how I, how I fight it? I open those doors with these fingers. <laughs> you use your ring fingers? Yes, I use my okay. ring fingers. So, and then what I do is I elbow everything up from there on in. Yeah. And then uh, what I do sometimes, I remember I have my little thing, but you, the ring fingers actually kill coronavirus. Oh, they do. So I wouldn't mind. And here's the thing is I, I wasn't telling you any of you guys yeah. what I was doing because I'm like, I, I'm saving that one for me. Uh-huh. I'm saving that for me. I'm saving my life. <laughs> I don't want to tell so, you. So I, I'm not telling it's you. It's talky talk, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's right. I'm that's sorry. Life in the big I've city. I've got a family. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, I got a fit, mom. Yeah, I know that. So I'm I'm curious as to how you thought you you're being clever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, if you want to, if you feel free to let us know two one five two six three WMMR. How, how have you thought you've been clever? Maybe you've seen somebody else doing the exact same thing. Uh, or yeah, just whatever. Okay. Something along those lines. Yes. Yeah. Here's, here's mine. So I bought a case of non dairy creamers, mm-hmm. and I have my own creamer here, right at my my thing here, because there's a public creamer in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, things crawling with COVID. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, so I'm like, I'm like, uh, no, I gotta have that here. And then I took a whole bunch of sugar packets to left. So all I have to do is walk my coffee cup to the public coffee machine. Yeah. I, I take my disinfected thing and I hold the handle and pour it in, and I bring it back here to prepare it. Right. Yeah. That's massive success. Yes. Right. You know, and that so those little things psychologically, of course, you forget the nine or ten other things you do along the way that are, you know. Totally screwing that up. But I think you, you try your best. Maybe it's time for you to plug your coffee maker back in, your own private coffee maker back in. <laughs> That's right. You had that. I do have coffee. Hey, and there's cream. There's there's creamer in the fridge in there. You should use it, Steve, because it's going to go bad. No, I don't because you know. No, no, why? my fridge. My fridge. Oh, is there? Oh, no. okay. You have a fridge. You have a fridge. <laughs> You're home. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, a tiny, a it's a tiny fridge under her de- under it's, under her desk. Yeah. 
Um, probably I, before all of this obviously went down. I don't know, maybe a month ago or so ago. Oh, I got, you put I, wine I, in there. Wine? Is, is there no. Wine? No. Is by the way, a... by the way, Kathy, I owe you a tampon. Yeah. Oh, you poor Kathy. Is, sure. is it like a college fridge, or is it yes. as tiny as it's Preston's white. fridge? It's sitting right there, humming along in the office. Yeah, no, but I case, don't go into not, people's stuff. So it's not like it's not like um, Preston's fridge. It fits. Um, it, it's like a little bit smaller than the college fridge. Those wouldn't okay. fit underneath well, our desk. Do you notice it's it's a small college fridge, but it's a full length mirror there? Where did that mirror come from? I don't know, but I love it. Can you guys leave it there? Don't take <laughs> that away. My my little office fridge is so small that it, it can only fit two containers of yogurt in it. That is how tiny it is. I mean, it's easy. Is that where you heat up your yogurt? Yeah. Oh my Sometimes god! Sometimes you cook it. It has a heating feature on it, and one time I cooked my cottage cheese. <laughs> you would, it would basically be a fridge you would see in Jerry's uh, little mouse hole in Tom and Jerry. Right, 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 right. right. Hey, um, real quick, when you guys go on the elevator, what do you push the elevator buttons with? Your, your elbow? elbow? Uh, I've been using either my pinky uh-huh. or my Sharpie pen, which hangs on my laminate. Yeah. Because that's not human that's interaction at smart. all. So. Okay. What about you, Marissa? Uh, because it's still been chilly out, I'll use my wrist. Your wrist, Because okay. I have a sweater on. I use okay, my so tongue. covered up. Use your tongue. Because <laughs> I don't want to touch it with my hands. I was smart. curious if anybody is, what I wanted to head down the path of, and there may not be any stories of you thinking you're doing something original, and then yeah. you see somebody else doing it and go, damn it. <laughs> They're infecting my they day. Too. Because, like, going to the grocery store and things like that, like yesterday I used um, uh, latex gloves for the first time. Oh. I did too, Preston, for yeah. the first time. Yeah, and and a mask. I, well, I, I didn't wear a mask. I have a, um, like I told you guys, we have those Jeep uh, things you can use. It's kind of like a do-rag yeah. over your head, and, and uh, we used that yesterday. Yeah, I, and the, as far as the gloves go, so I, I did use them, and of course I didn't touch my face and all that, but then I opened my purse to go in and get my credit card, and I'm like, well, now I got these gloves on. That have coronavirus. There was, a, there was a woman on the news this morning, Kathy, saying the same thing that the gloves become just as just like your hands at a certain point. So, uh, well, so I ended up taking them off and then going into my purse, paying with that. So I had to sanitize my hands anyway. And it wasn't like I was going to come home and not wash my hands. So I did. The, I, you know, I came home, washed my hands, and you know what else I did for the first time, press, what? which I said last week that I wasn't going to do well. And then I did it. Um, I I used sanitizer on all the products that I purchased. Okay. I do that. Yeah. I have, I have, I have, the, I have the, the, the the disinfectant wipes. And I just wipe out off the outside of everything as I get it home, just to be sure. Yeah, uh, and that's that's a that's a good move. But all all of that stuff, as long as your hands remain, your hands are clean before they touch your face. You've just washed your hands and and, and minimize the amount of time you touch your face. You should be good. Right. But um, yeah, it's yeah. it's one of those things where you go, oh no, I know. Yeah, I don't. Oh, have, I touched the pen. I don't have latex gloves, so what I did is I put five condoms on my finger. All right, there you go. Yes, yep, that'll yeah. work too. Because it also has spermicide, which kills yep. things. Yep, <laughs> that lubricant and yep. it makes them nice and slick too. So. <laughs> You can slide your hands into areas you normally wouldn't get them into. You can figure blast a choir. All right, did we get, real quick, Marissa, I don't know if you have the audio of um, Burt Kreischer. You're working on that now? Okay. Okay, because... uh, I want to hear this. Yeah, so Burt was doing, and it's going to take a minute for Marissa to get it over. He was doing an interview. I guess he landed. I'm curious as how he oh. ended up landing the interview with uh, Adam Sandler. Whitney Cummings, right? Yeah, well, there uh, there was like a uh, a campaign, an online campaign. It was like a Just for Laughs thing where they basically had all sorts of comedians like interviewing each other right. and, and all that. And so he, I guess his segment was with him and Whitney Cummings, and they had the opportunity to talk to Adam Sandler. Who's his idol. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, when if you recall, when we had Burt Kreischer in studio, when we had M. Night Shyamalan in studio, 
It was very similar to that. Yeah, Bert tends to get all excited uh, around people he he uh, you know appreciates and and idolizes. He's and nervous. He just, yeah. He's nervous. And, and you, he just you he never just, see him nervous. He just starts saying stuff. Oh my god! Oh right. my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and uh, and he doesn't think about exactly what he's saying, and he. He had a couple of missteps and kind of blew it. Uh, and, and of course, his buddies in the comedian world and <laughs> the comedy world are just letting him have it. Oh, yeah. my God. It's it's so funny because uh, our buddy Jay Okerson went off on him. Our buddy Tom Papa went off on him as well. In a loving way, yeah, yeah, of course, because yeah. they're all friends. Yeah. But, of course, oh. they could not not bust his balls over it all. And, and look at Bert, because everybody was going after him, like in a fun, jabby yeah, yeah. sort of way on, on Twitter. And Bert's like, yes, I know. I, I'm well aware that uh, yeah, I crapped the bed last night with yeah. Adam Sandler. Uh, but because I've been on that same end uh, of yeah geeking out and ruining an interview or whatever... It was very, very enjoyable for me to watch that, to uh, be on too. this side I mean, of it we, all. We've all said yep. uh, something, you're just like, oh, you know, my been come to known as crap. <laughs> 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 oh, here oh, you go. man. That was it. That's one of uh, Casey's best, absolutely. I have to apologize to Eric because um, <laughs> we're kind of around the same age, so uh, I don't know what it was, but uh, you know, I, I sort of fell in love with you a little bit in a totally <laughs> gay way. Uh, I don't know. You, you do that to guys, Eric. You do it to dudes, man. Do it to dudes. I don't know what just happened here, but it was uncomfortable. Uh, geez, these oh, things man. happen. I mean, that's inevitable. Yeah. They're going to happen. And, um, <laughs> you know, there are some some ways to, uh, to possibly... Uh, uh, Stay away from uh, from them occurring, but they will occur from time to time. So you're you're in Toronto now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want you back here in Philly. Uh. <laughs> we, we, we want, we want you back, back here, here in Philly. Philly. My first time, I I, re, I recall having that moment in an interview where I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't uh, get out of this. I can't get out of this. I I'm, can't get I'm out. painting myself into a corner. There are was, no doors. It was um." Y100 Media, and who is the, what's the name of the girl who is the daughter in 24? Oh, Hot Alicia Blonde. Cuthbert. Oh, my God. It was her. Yeah. I, and I was, <laughs> I was painting myself into this corner, and I couldn't get out of it, and, and the question had something to do with Canada, and it was something dumb, and, and you guys just sat there, <laughs> you know, you just put your, your feet up, and you're like. Get out just of this keep one. going. Yeah. Get out of this one. I want to see you working yeah. out of this. Yeah, we're yeah, okay. Let me see your Where is this going? <laughs> All right. So so Bert is is talking to to Adam and this is this is a clip I think of Big J <laughs> pointing out the things yeah. that he did. Right. Incorrect. So so it's Big J and he and, and three other guys, I think Sal Volcano is one of them. I forgot who the other uh, comedians are. And they're all conferencing and talking about this. And Big J is telling the story. And I think they play a couple of clips yeah, of Bert uh, saying Dan, things. Um, Soder. Soder is, uh, is uh, another one. Of the guys, all right, here we go. Dude, you missed so much, Sal. Bert Kreischer humiliated himself in front of Adam Sandler for the better part of 10 minutes. <laughs> you have Netflix? All right, so that's, that's Bert. Right. Saying to Adam Sandler, do you have Netflix? <laughs> uh, so, and it, they, they keep cutting the clips of him. <laughs> you have Netflix? Yes, yes. He said everything wrong you could possibly say to Adam Sandler. You want to hear a cool story, Adam, real quick? Adam Sandler, who we, everyone could agree, was already less than interested in being here to begin with. 
had to endure Burke Kreischer call all of his movies the wrong title. He called it Happy Madison. But I showed them Happy Madison. He said he's going to watch with his kids Precious Gems. We're going to watch uh, your movie, Precious Gems, soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the end of that, Kreischer sounded like an Adam Sandler character. He was like, ah. What movie was the funnest to shoot that you would shoot every single day for the rest of your life? No answer for that. I got no idea. I never thought about that, and I never will, and I, and I hated that question. That's what it's going to be like, Bird, all night long when we talk. I got to go. I got to go. That's what's not going to be watching Hey, Big Boy tonight. Oh, I will. I'll watch that, but that's it. It's funny, because at the beginning of the interview, he, he, oh. he goes, uh... He goes, you don't know who I am? Or Bert says something along the lines. And he goes, no, I, 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 I think I know who you are. I don't. Yeah. Have I, do I know who you are? <laughs> have I? Have we met or have I seen you in a Man. club? Or He had no idea who Bert was. I know. I yeah, know. that's something you never ask. It's like they say in a court of law, never ask a question you don't know the answer to. Mm. Uh, well, it's kind of like <clears throat> what your mom does to you in public press. And, oh, do you? Do you listen to... Oh, you're from Philadelphia. Oh, my God. No, no. Yeah. My mom will do it here. Yeah. When yeah. she comes to visit, we'll be out, uh, you know, having dinner or whatever, and the server will come over and she'll go, do you listen to the radio? And I'm like, Mom, don't, don't, Mom. Come on. I'm 52 years old, for Christ's sake. Mom! Mom! Guess who got a 100% on his penmanship test? Oh, my God. I, I just... Oh, and I'm like, don't do it. Don't do that. Oh. My sister does the same thing. It's crazy. Listener Tom does it to us all the time when we're out at events and stuff like that. I know. People walk by, hey, do you know who this I'm like, Tom, don't do that. Stop please. that, Tom. Please don't do that, Tom. Um, which, by the way, leads to the question, and if you feel free to share a story, if you did have a chance to to meet your idol that Bert did, <laughs> and you, you said what you said, whatever it was, it came from the heart, or you meant something and said the other thing, and it just <laughs> fell apart as you met them. Yeah. Yeah, two one five two six three WMMR. Have you been to all fifty states, Dave Matthews? Dave Matthews band or Dave Matthews, right? Yeah, I thought I was going to ask him a question that nobody had asked before, and I thought long and hard about a good one to ask. Ask the states question. The states question. Remember the state? Have you been to? Why did I ask that? This this wasn't quite like that, but I I was doing a meet and greet with Alex and Getty from Rush, and you try to think of something. Unique to say when you come up and say hello to them other than, hey, I love you guys. Uh, but uh, Alex was wearing a Trailer Park Boys t-shirt. Right. He's been on the show. Right, right. And so I'm like, okay, I'll you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll pretend like I don't know who they are. Here's my in. Yeah. Yeah. So I come up and I go, excuse me, I'm looking for the Trailer Park Boys. Oh, no. And uh, Alex kind of looked at me. He's like, oh, I, I guess that's me. And uh, I was like, oh, uh, no. uh, uh, I love you guys. You guys are great. <laughs> I, I love your music. Thank you. You know, I, I just... I, I'm sorry. It's too late now. I, I switched yeah. gears from trying to be clever yeah. to... Uh, I, I love you guys. I, I would die for you. <laughs> I, I would lay down my life for you. Like that didn't work. Nick. Preston, in, the, in that same meet and greet with Dave Matthews, uh, somebody else in the room uh, did the thing that you suggested several times, which is uh, that guy ended up having a great conversation with Dave Matthews. He, he just brought up the music of... Uh, Michael McDonald of, of Dewey Brothers fame, and and so Dave and my and this guy ended up having a really cool conversation about Michael McDonald. So and I was so jealous of that guy. Cause Nick, he got to Nick have a cool was, conversation. was was it like uh, thank you for getting me away from the states, dude? <laughs> right, yeah. With a legit question, yeah. a normal I, person. Yes, this this guy was asking me if I'd been to all fifty states. Here's here's a good one. Is is my friend Will met uh, Flea one time, and you know he was trying to think of something unique to say to maybe have an actual conversation because it wasn't just a meet and greet it was a little bit more than that 
And he said, uh, hey, uh, it, what he did was he did a little bit of research. He found out what Flea was really into. That's a good idea. Music-wise. Right. And he goes, hey, I want to thank you for turning me on to John Coltrane. And he's like, how did I do that? He's like, I read an article one time you mentioned him, and I, I started you know, listening to the music, and boom, they hit it off and started talking. He didn't actually read an article that, that Flea had mentioned John <laughs> uh-huh. Coltrane. Flea's done so many interviews, he probably mentioned John Coltrane at one time or another. Uh-huh. I'm like, that's a brilliant idea. Oh, my God. That's a yeah. great yeah. way to, to get into somebody like that. So I was able to meet my idol in music, and what I did is I did my makeup like a female. Oh, oh my God. And I was going to wear a wedding dress, and I was advised against it. I was thinking about that the other day. We had Trey uh, Anastasio in our studio years and years and years ago, <laughs> and we, as a spoof, thought it would be funny if Casey, if we dressed him up, as as a bride, right? Because ask him to marry him because his major he, heartthrob. He loves him so much, and we only got as far as the makeup and not the dress. <laughs> so, he, so he was there for the interview with makeup on. Oh yeah, yeah. like lip gloss, <laughs> eyeshadow, the it's, whole thing. That's funny because I really. <clears throat> Still to this day, Kathy, I, I don't know how to say no to these guys. But that particular thing, I like. I feel rage over that. Over uh, that, that, yeah. That they that they made me do. But like that. we were all, you know, like I remember, uh-huh. I, I helped get the wedding. Like we, yeah. this was like a big planning session. We all were in on this. Yeah, and here but, it and is. And I I'm... think we thought you were too. <laughs> Can you see that in the video? Because uh, we have a video of that interview, don't we? Yeah. 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 So can you can you make out your makeup? Uh, yeah, I look beautiful. Didn't we straighten your hair, too? Yeah, you yeah. straightened my hair. I look like Bon Jovi. I had, like, Bon Jovi flowing hair. Oh, man. And, and when lipstick. When you're meeting your number one idol oh, on the planet. No. Thanks, guys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Uh, I, I, I rarely think of that. Let never. me go to, uh, Evan. Hey, Evan, good morning. Hey. Um, hey. I once ran into, uh... Ryan O'Halloran at a uh, comic book thing. From Clerks? Yeah, uh, yeah, from Clerks. Okay. Uh, and I told him he was great in Mallrats. And then the whole time I'm thinking after the fact, like, he was in that movie for like five minutes. Why did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> but still, maybe he's thinking, thank you. Somebody finally recognized me in that film. <laughs> yes. Was that the reaction or did, was, did he seem nonplussed by that? Oh, he was super cool about it. He's like, thank you so much. He's like, I'm sorry, I got to get going. He's like, but I appreciate it. Yeah. He's like, have a great day. He was super friendly. Why didn't you yeah, ask me a like, good question about how many states I've been in? <laughs> but it's funny. That's that's fairly innocent, though, Evan. But but still, like, it, 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 it eats at you, right? Oh, yeah. And I was saying to my buddy, I'm like, I wonder if he like walked away going, why did he say that? <laughs> right. right, what? right. Why would someone insult me that way? Thank yeah. You. If you remember uh, Kristen Miller, who used to be our promotions director, Wild yeah. 100, she was a huge Better Than Ezra fan. And still to this day, I I will just uh, uh, you know because I'm, I'm if I text with her or something like that, I'll I'll say, hey, thanks for the music because she every single time uh, she would think it like she would just get um, she would get so like mad. She's like, what the heck? Because she got to meet better than Ezra, and they were like, hey, you know, like thanks for playing the blah blah blah. And she's like, well, thanks for thanks for the music, and she's like, thanks for the music. Like, who says that? And, and you know. She's, it's a legitimately and, nice thing I mean, to say. It really is, but she's yeah. so embarrassed by it, and yeah. because of that, well, I because she, on it. Probably because she didn't think of something better, more, yeah. you know, substantive to say than thanks for you, even though that's a nice compliment. But you got to figure these. She should have said, we want you in back we, in Philly. We want you back, back, back in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. He'll never forget that. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, and I think people, 
I think they hold too much stock in what they're saying to celebrities as if they're going to remember it. I ever. think we've, I we've said time mm-hmm. and time again in this case, if you just want to say again, you know, yeah. I love your work. Thanks for what you do. That's fine. And then and then move along. If you unless you really do is something you think is going to set them off. Also, it doesn't hurt if you know you're going to meet them. If you're going to have a situation to meet them, you can yeah. do a little bit of research. As you mentioned doing Preston, it does make a difference if you find that one thing that's going to get them going. Uh, so here's a text says, uh, hey, I met Dan Marino at a bar. I managed in uh, Pittsburgh around 8 a.m. He had a Bloody Mary in hand. I approached him and I said, Mr. Marino, I loved you in Ace Ventura and Bad Boys too." <laughs> <laughs> he smiled, uh, shook my hand and said, nobody had ever approached me and said that to me before. That's great. There you go. <laughs> that is good. So that's, that's not bad. Yes. If, if you think of something original to say like that. The problem is make sure it's original. <laughs> Uh, I don't know who this is. Uh, well, oh. so it's, it's Bert and Adam. Uh, there, there's more clips from oh, from Bert, Bert. Kreischer. Okay, yeah. it's, I, I, it's really hard to listen to. Uh, is it? Yeah, All right. I, I, I didn't listen to it last night when you guys sent that link. So okay, so I'm like cringing. Here's uh, here's Bert with Adam Sandler. This is how we got started on this. He was interviewing him, and he just said all the wrong things. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This next comedian is one of my comedic heroes. He is the reason I do stand up. He is the reason I've been writing movies that have never been made. But I love his movies. I love everything about this guy. Okay, okay. Without further ado, the guy that defined all our personalities, Adam. Sandler. My God, that was unbelievable. Adam, have you ever heard of Bert? He doesn't think you know who he is. I, I've seen Bert, right? <laughs> That's all wait, I- wait. I've seen Bert, right? right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not a good start. I, I've seen Bert, right? That's all I need. That's all I need. I've seen you comedy club or something, or I've seen you on TV. Yeah. You want to hear a cool story, Adam, real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah, tell me. Uh, Back in 1995, you did a show at Pow Wow at Florida State. Do you remember that? Sure. You hung out and ended up smoking weed with a bunch of girls. One of the girls I was dating at the time, she came to my place. We were throwing a party, and she was like, you need to leave this place right now and come with us. And I was like, no, not going to happen. And she was like, shut up and leave right now. The next morning, she called me. She goes, you head, you could have partied with Adam Sandler. Bro, I have regretted that every day of my life. Tonight's our night, buddy. <laughs> it's like Farley and McCartney. Uh-huh. Totally. It, it really uh-huh. is. Because Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Bert's ratcheted up to eleven, and Adam is like, I'm, I'm on, you know, I'm on a regular talk show. Bert's there with his shirt off. He and Whitney uh, Cummings have a six foot measuring tape to make sure that they're distancing oh, properly. Yep. And he's looking at that, and and Adam's just kind of sitting in an office. Yep. All right. Here's another <laughs> clip. Wait, how old are your kids? I got uh, eleven and thirteen. Ah, 13 and 15. I'm teaching my 13-year-old how to be a pickpocket. That's all I got. All right, so then he he starts talking. He starts getting the movie titles wrong. Oh, my God. Oh, that's good. That's gonna watch. Uh, we're gonna watch uh, your movie, Precious Gems, soon. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's called Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems, <laughs> oh, not Precious Gems. And listen to Adam. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, hang on. Watch, uh, your movie, Precious Gems, soon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be. I don't know if they're gonna. Bro, bro. I showed them Happy Madison. <laughs> oh my god. god. What the hell? He was so flustered. You could tell he was flustered. Happy Madison. You, you showed them my production company? Oh, my God. That's <laughs> yeah. right. That's the name yeah, of the production yeah, yeah. company, right? Yeah. All right. You know, and, like, not every movie translates. They watched Ace Ventura, and both my girls go, are we laughing because he's special needs? I go, no, that's not the joke, guys. Oh. Yeah, good. Thanks, man. I know uh, Ace destroyed in my house, to be honest. My kids love Carrie more than they love anybody. Uh, 
And then movie's really good. You have Netflix? Yes, yes. Do you have Netflix? I so so pause for a second there. Here's the deal. The most successful person currently on Netflix right now is Adam Sandler. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he has a huge production deal with Netflix and has released a number of movies directly to Netflix. Steve, I didn't even think of that. Yep. Yes. I, I was just thinking he's a multi-gazillionaire. Yes, he has Netflix. No, yeah. he yeah. has a massive business deal with Netflix. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Really good? You have Netflix? Yes, yes. Check out Hey Big Boy streaming right now. It's my new hour special. Oh, yeah? All right, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I'll check it out late tonight, buddy. I got a great... So Fred Savage goes to my kid's school when they're very young, right? And he's a great dad. He's a great dad. He's down there playing with the kids. And all the moms... You know how they do it around celebrities? All the moms are like, oh, my God. Fred Savage is the greatest dad. I'm a broke comic, and I go, that's pretty crazy considering who his dad is. And they're like, wait, who's his dad? I go, Randy Macho Man Savage? And they're like, shut the f*** up. So it didn't play well with Fred. He's okay. he's he's trying he's trying to do he's trying to make Adam laugh. I yeah, know. I know. Yeah, and 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 there there is an inherent problem in that. Mm-hmm. Let Adam, yeah, let it make us laugh. Yeah. Set him up, right? If he can, right? And let him. It's a it lesson out. you and and that everyone learns at some point. I had to learn. Everyone learns it. Carson learned it years ago. I'm learning and it right some, now. Sometimes you <laughs> sometimes you want. Sometimes you want so desperately, and I understand that, to impress someone that you've looked up to. Uh, yeah, you want his approval. I, one of my favorite moments ever on the show is just passively making Robin Williams laugh. Yeah. during, an, And I'll always remember that. But when you can, you can hear him trying, <laughs> and it it's just not going to play well. And it's like, oh, Kathy, you described it perfectly. It's, it's as uncomfortable as you can get. It's so uncomfortable. Like, I just feel so bad for him. Here's a text that says, uh, yous don't think... <laughs> Uh, Bert did all of it on purpose for publicity. No, no, no. I think it's just Bert being no Bert. Yeah, I, we don't think that. All right, here we go. Hey, if you, I had a question, I was th- I wanted to ask. If you could go back to one movie that was the funnest to shoot, doesn't matter what movie, just go back and have that be your set every day for the rest of your life, your Groundhog's Day, like we're all living. What movie was the funnest to shoot that you would shoot every single day for the rest of your life? No, no, no answer for that. I got no idea. I never thought about that. I never will. And I I hated that question. What else? (laughs) (laughs) You think he's just playing with him? I I think he is, but I think he's also sending a subtle message that you can ratchet it down a little bit. Wow. Right. There's a last little bit. Hang on. That's what it's going to be like, Bird, all night long when we talk. I got to go. I got to go. Oh, my God. Nick. Uh, so I was just going to ask Steve, you know, we've, we've talked many times about, um, you know, the, the one interview we really want to get. And, and yeah. for you these days, it's Clint Eastwood. Do you, you know, do you think at this point, if you interviewed Clint Eastwood, you'd get really nervous beforehand or you've been doing it long enough where you'd feel comfortable having a conversation with a guy like that? It's it's gotten to the point where I think I would get excited. Uh, so the ratio would probably be 70 uh, percent excited to 30% nervous because I do I would do the research and know how to come in uh but um yeah you know it's you, you don't you, I wouldn't approach it like this you know mm-hmm. and and but I completely understand why Bert's fanboying out but that right. that would be my take on it 
I mean, all you guys. What? what so, to, yeah, so if, if, to I had, get. if I had a do-over on Paul McCartney, yeah, uh, because I did interview him a long time ago, and I wasn't happy with the interview. Uh, I I think I would have no problem being able to do it now. Yeah. So uh, so take the ratio of nervousness to yeah. excitement. Seventy uh, thirty. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yep. Easily, uh, Kath. I I, <clears throat> I said something to somebody in it was a high school interview and I remember getting laughed at by like uh, the teacher and the kids in the class. It, it really wasn't Aww. that big of a deal. I don't even remember what I said, but the person I was interviewing, which I don't really care now anymore, was Bill Cosby. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. And I was like, I always thought, God, I want to go back and like interview him again. And I had tried, obviously, before all of this went down. Um, I had tried over the years to to get him on the show, uh, and they always replied back and said, Oh, now's not a good time. Maybe we can, you know, reconnect and we'll get him on. And I all guess that. you're but, laughing now. Huh? Yeah, now, now I don't care. <laughs> I'm incarcerated, <But> Kathy. <laughs> Steve, with with Clint Eastwood, for example, like this approach that Bert took with with Sandler, like trying so hard to make him laugh, like you would never do that with somebody like Clint. Eastwood. You're just going to have a straight conversation with a guy, you know? And so I don't know why Bert tries so hard because he is inherently a funny person. He, and he is a very good interviewer. If you right. watch if you watch his podcast, you check him out. He's really good. I think it's rare that Bert Kreischer comes across someone who really makes him flustered. Adam Sandler, clearly such a person. All right. And here was uh, Tom Papa's thoughts on uh, Bert's interaction with Adam. Yes, yeah, please. because part of this this broadcast, this webcast, uh, Tom Papa was up next in the queue. So okay. this was, oh, so, so he so he, <laughs> so watched, he, he watched it all. Oh, yeah. no. yeah. All right. Here, here we go. So, you know, when people are out there struggling during this difficult time. You mean they're so- watching the stream? It was so nice of you and Bert to show people struggling for Adam's approval. It really made everything else seem less painful. We want to make you cringe about different things than you've been cringing about. Do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> uh, when when he shot down Bert's very sincere question, when he got up close to the mic and really spoke from the heart and he just ripped him apart. Oh, that was the happiest I've been since quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, They're ruthless goodness. with each other. Well, comedians love, love it when other comedians bomb. Of it's course. True. Love it's it. true. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I apologize. Those we didn't get a chance to get to on the phones. we got to take a break in order to keep our uh, MMR Rock refund on time. Yeah. Because we got money to give away. So we are going to break. We're going to come back in a second. I'll give you that very special word that might win you $500. And that would be nice, wouldn't it? The Bizarre file is coming up too and i'll run down the list of guests on the show as well stay with us feeling deprived of a basketball bracket running out of shows to binge on well 93.3 wmmr and the preston and steve show can fix that it's daily rush madness Go to PrestonandSteve.com and start binging. 64 episodes will contend for your votes to determine the winner. Daily Rush Madness from the station that's been providing Philadelphia questionable content since day one. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, uh, let's do the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right, it's brought to you this morning by Stateside Vodka. Philly's hometown distillery is now delivering right to your home. Available throughout Philadelphia and PA suburbs. Visit statesidevodka.com for details. 
And keep in mind, we have a case of stateside <laughs> vodka yeah. to give away with our Word of the Week prize. That's a lot of vodka. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with this. Uh, Laguna Beach officials are investigating how a person accessing a Zoom video conference city council meeting was able to hack a live sex act into the meeting. You've been seeing nice several stories about this, and this one is no different, but it's interesting. The incident... uh, Mr. Schilling, I just have to say this is the best conference you've ever run. The incident occurred during the March 31st meeting as city manager John Petig uh, began detailing coronavirus-related closures at beaches, parks, and trailheads planned for the month of April. The meeting was the city's first virtual meeting since the coronavirus quarantine was issued. <laughs> First to appear were pornographic sketches coupled with profane words written on a whiteboard feature that allows users to annotate on a uh, shared screen. Wow. Uh, Mayor Bob Whelan immediately asked Gavin Curran, the city's director of administrative services, who was hosting the meeting, to disconnect. He said, can you you put a stop to that? Can you turn off the screen, Gavin? And he (gasps) says, what what, what is that going on there? It appears someone is posting inappropriate message. It's very disappointing. Someone would do something like that. Well, about five minutes later, when uh, everyone except for City Councilman Peter Blake and City Clerk Lizette Shell Walker, who were physically present in the council chambers, were dialed in, the meeting continued only to be interrupted again five minutes later by a live sex scene. Curran immediately disconnected the Zoom call. Am I uh, the only one who's getting horny? Which at the time had 51 people participating by conference, including city council members, the city manager, the city attorney, and other Laguna Beach city staff. Uh, the remaining people online were members of the public who had been given instructions on how to join the meeting. That information was publicly posted in advance of the meeting on the city's website. Uh, after the second disruption, the meeting continued via another system. And, of course, there have been several stories of incidents such as that. Just out of curiosity, do you guys hear that coming? I out do. Of my house? Yeah. Okay. Is that, right. that? That's my cat knocking down the damn door. He will not leave me alone. <laughs> oh, he's trying to get in. He's try- he's knocking at the door. Let him yes. in. You can let, let him, him in. in. We we could stand to see some cat butt this morning. Okay. All right. <laughs> An ex receptionist says a New Jersey dental office is a hotbed of drug and alcohol use, where her boss took hard liquor shots out of dental cups and threw a booklet at her <laughs> for blowing the whistle. Come on, man. Nadia Zavallo says that she was driven out of the American Dental Center in Union after complaining about the rampant party culture promoted by her supervisor, Lily Amida, Almeida. Uh, the 39-year-old Bellevue, New, J- New Jersey woman, says that she saw Almeida drink hard liquor out of dental cups, eat marijuana jello shots, and pop brownies while on the job. <laughs> Almeida also allegedly pushed those edibles and drinks on other employees who partook in the partying, including a dental assistant who handled patients. She's like uh, Jennifer Aniston in Horrible Bosses. Yes. <laughs> uh, Zavellos was also offered the drugs and alcohol, but passed. Almeida was, uh, get, was able to get away with the alleged inappropriate behavior because of her, quote, flirtatious, impossible romantic relationship with the dentist, David Paltak, the suit alleges. It's just like it. Almeida reta- uh, retaliated when Zavallos uh, complained to the office manager, Kathleen Peters, by screaming at her in front of patients and staff and throwing an accounting booklet at her. Almeida then slammed the booklet on Zavallos's desk, violently shook her chair, and assigned her to extra work that week. Come on, let's do dental implants while stoned. Almeida also gave Zavallos shifts that she knew that it would be hard for her to make. In a wow. meeting the pair had with Paltech, the dentist, uh, and Peters, uh, I'm sorry, Peters is the dentist, 
uh, said that there can be there can be an empty bottle of whiskey in my garbage can, but if there's no video of me drinking it, no one can prove that the whiskey bottle is mine. Well, someone's already worked on their defense. Uh, during the meeting, Peters told Zavalas that uh, they don't fire people, but quote, we just make your li- we just make sure that your life is miserable, so you leave on your own. Wow, it's a uh, it's a really tough situation there in the dental world. So Zavalos quit that day. Two days earlier, two days later, another employee called Zavalos saying everyone in the office is upset at you. That same person told Zavalos that another coworker will quote find you and kick your ass. Well, they were having a party, and she put a stop to it. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. So, all right. Uh, Shenzhen has become the first Chinese city to ban the sale and consumption of dog and cat meat. Well, there you go. It comes after the coronavirus outbreak was uh, linked to wildlife meat, prompting Chinese authorities to ban the trade and consumption of wild animals. Uh, Shenzhen went a step further, extending the ban to dogs and cats. Uh, The new law will come into force on May 1st. 30 million dogs a year are killed across Asia for meat. However, the practice of eating dog meat in China is not that common. The majority of Chinese people have never done so and say that they don't want to. Uh, According to a statement... Uh, dogs and cats as pets have established a much closer relationship with humans and of all other animals and banning the consumption of dogs and cats and other pets is a common practice in developed countries and in Hong Kong and Taiwan. So they're putting an end to it. Uh, in India, a couple has named their newborn twins Corona and COVID. Oh, that's perfect. The two words may evoke fear and devastation in the minds of others, but for the rapport-based couple uh, they symbolize triumph over hardships as the twins, a boy and a girl, were born during the ongoing coronavirus. And this is Ebola and the Black Death. Uh, the names they say... Where's leprosy? ...would remind them about all of the hardships they conquered amid the lockdown uh, ahead of successful delivery on the uh, intervening night of March 26th through the 27th at a government hospital. However, the couple said that they may change their decision <laughs> later and rename their kids at some point. Once they've stopped now. drinking, yeah. Yep. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, a reminder, you have roughly five minutes left to enter the word COOLER uh, for MMR's Rock Refund Giveaway, and you can do that via text at 45911. Or if you want to be registered for the $10,000 grand prize, uh, you can enter the at the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. So the word is cooler, C-O-O-L-E-R. All right, so uh, are we going to chat with our guest? <coughs> yeah, 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 right. yeah. We're very happy to find out that a gentleman we spent some time with at uh, the Cardboard Classic has gone on to win the big prize when it comes to the biggest loser. It's awesome. Yeah, he lo- he already lost the weight. That's the big win thing there. Right. But, but 100 grand's pretty nice, too. That helps. <laughs> uh, you know who's on the line? It is Coach Jim DiBattista. Hey, Coach Jim. How you doing, man? What's going on? Good morning. Hey, hey. How's everybody doing? We're good. So, listen, dude. Congratulations, first of all. And uh, we were talking with you at the Cardboard Classic. At that point, did you already know that you had won? Uh, I At the Cardboard Classic, I did know. It killed me not to tell you guys then. But, well, yeah, I, I did know. I knew. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, listen, they, they make sure that you don't disclose any of that yeah. stuff. So you got to hang on to that. But, uh, dude, that's huge. Congratulations to you. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, it was hard. It was hard for me. But uh, my family knew, too. And I have a 15-year-old son. Try to tell a fifteen-year-old not to tell everybody his dad's the biggest. Loser. Well, let me <laughs> let me ask you, uh, Jim. It, it, did they have? Would you have forfeited like the money had the word have gotten out ahead of the uh, the finale? According, well, the paperwork I signed said they could sue me up to a million dollars. There you go, more than hundred grand. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a good incentive to not blurt it out. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, by the time so you com- you competed and you you dominate. Now as the show goes on, will they? Because a lot of times they'll bring past uh, people back. Uh, is your association going to continue with the show at some level? Uh, I love the show. I mean, I'm the, I obviously I'm the biggest cheerleader for this show that there ever could be. I think if you need a change in your life and you're able to get on the show, I would do it in a minute. And it, it, you know, the, the changes they made to make it. Uh, a little bit more friendly for the contestants. I, I just, to me, it was the greatest experience I've ever been through. It was hard. Yeah, it was very difficult. But, but if you can get through the toughness of it, it, it was 100% worth it. And I think it's the greatest show on TV because I'm, not, I know I won and I know I won 100 grand. But honestly, everybody on that show had an opportunity to win. And my my class of, of contestants, we all won. Everybody lost a ton of weight. Everybody looked great at the finale. Now you, you and, uh, credited it's, it's unique. Obviously, your 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 family, the whole deal, and you said also a virulent cocaine addiction, correct? No, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so 300, 385 pounds down to a current 228, is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. That's awesome. So let me ask you, how's quarantine affecting your uh, your status? Good question. Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, I, think, I think this quarantine and the crisis, the one silver lining that's going to come out of this is the exercise industry is going to find and already has found new ways to connect with people and make more people healthy. I still love a gym. Who doesn't? I love going to a gym. Yeah. I love seeing a gym. I used to hate it. Now I love it. But, you know, now that I'm home, like the current gym I go to is a Delco gym. It's called CrossFit Delco. They do Zoom classes now. We literally go on a Zoom and we do the exact same stuff we would do as if I was sitting in their gym. Uh, Erica does Planet Fitness um, home-ins, they're called, where, you know, quick 20-minute hit intervals, you know, just to get your heart rate up and down. And then nothing beats a good, you know, I try to run about four miles every other day. To try to no, it's, that's, going. that's good, man. I mean, honestly, you can, I've, I've always had a gym in the, in the basement and, and then I, I go to, to Vertex, you know, uh, fitness, you know, and obviously that'll kick back in when everything kicks back in. But the truth of the matter is, is that you can absolutely, you know, trade out something you were doing for, like you said, the running, or if you, if you were, you know, even a walk, anything like that, can just to get your heart rate up, because that figures in prominently to your resistance to things. And, you know, you're in much better shape and much more likely to be able to stand up to things like flus and viruses and whatever. Obviously, it's not going to totally protect you. But when you're, bot- when you're in shape and when you're healthy, it will work in your favor. Yeah, I agree. My, my oldest son said that to me. He goes, he was literally like, how scared would you be right now if you were 385 pounds with type 2 diabetes? Yes. Right. Yes. Good point. Yeah, yeah that's an, it's yeah. an excellent point. So I, I want to ask yeah. you, if you're running four miles every other day or, or every other couple of days or whatever, um, yeah. how, you know, that obviously you weren't running four miles on 385 pounds. You got to figure that pressure coming down on your, your knees and your ankles and your feet at, at 385 was was way different than, than your uh pressure now so like can you talk about that how how the the weight has how it, it the weight coming off made it easier for you to exercise oh totally uh i mean if you watch the show i couldn't walk half a mile for the first you know week of the episode i mean i literally had to try to run a mile and i pretty much died like i thought i died like i thought i had left this earth it was <laughs> insane how hard it was so you know as as you go forward, and, you know, exercise is 20% of my journey. My nutrition was really the bulk of my journey. Yes. But the reality, but the reality is what exercise has done for me has strengthened my muscles, has, has strengthened my heart. 
you know, those kind of things, you can feel the difference. I noticed it about halfway because I would just walk on a treadmill, and then I noticed my I keep I keep track of my heart rate. I have a heart rate watch. Yes. So I'm literally like walking my normal walk, and I'm like, wait a second, I'm not I'm not where I should be on my heart rate, and you know, I had to start running. So that you know, you you you, you hit milestones, and you don't even know you're hitting them. You just progressed and progressed, yeah. and now for me to get it to get my heart rate going for the time I need it going for it, I, I have to run three to four miles. And, you know, I, I honestly want to try to run a little more. I want to get up into the five and sixes and, and do, you know, some 10K. All that like stuff that. to, to nice. kick it up. Yeah. So, Jim, when you were at 385 pounds, how difficult was the pole vault for you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I still, you, my football team, I still try doing handsprings. When I, when I was <laughs> you know what? Sometimes, and they, they would say this, Jim, about um, like Belushi, John Belushi. They would say, even oh, though he yeah. was... He was one of those guys who was just physically adroit. So was it sort of a curse that you were you were bigger but able to kind of do some stuff? And, and so, you know, that you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's like when they say someone is not to draw the complete comparison, but if like a working alcoholic or somebody who's I can get it done and it'll be OK. Was the fact that you were physically adroit to some level what sort of stalled you perhaps getting into shape sooner? Oh, for sure, because I was always an athlete. I could do – I was an unusually athletic big guy. I mean, that's what I, people used to say to me when I was younger. Right. So, you know, and, like, people that were my heroes were Belushi, Chris Farley. Yeah. You know, like, they were just – and I would – you know, that was – you know, I'm obnoxious. I'm an obnoxious guy. You know, <laughs> any, any joke isn't an obnoxious joke for me. I can't help it. It's who I am. So, yeah, it covered it, and it kind of, like – you know, I'm like, hey, I'm fine, you know, and, and – you know, I wasn't. Obviously, I was using that as a mask to cover right. a lot of stuff. Right. Well, listen, you're, you, you've done great. You're going to continue on that path. It's you awesome. Get, you got an extra chunk of cash in the in the bank. So, uh, sure. and who knows what else this will lead to? But we were just uh, we were really happy to hear about that, Jim. We knew that the you know the success in in your in your weight loss and your new direction was enough as is, but. Going the distance and winning the whole thing is pretty awesome too. So we're very very happy for you. We just thought we'd pop you on the air real quick. Uh, that was really nice. Listen, you guys, I'm telling you, I I get more excited for this phone call than I, I get for national television. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, now you're you're you're, you're you're a great guy, and we're all thrilled. And and uh, we will, you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna be on again in the future, and uh, we love the association. Hey, did you have fun at the cardboard classic? <laughs> oh my god, I had so much fun. It was such a place. Seeing every the only thing that really I feel bad, Casey. I apologize for almost ripping your stomach off when the peanut guy got run over. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. So I was next to to uh, to Coach Jim when the peanut got run over, yeah. and Jim was like punching me, and he goes, and he's saying, "That guy just died." That guy just died. Oh, he, no. That guy's dead. No, <laughs> yes. no, just broken jaw. Yeah, that's yeah. all. But we got to get an update yeah. on we him. We do. Uh, yes, uh, see how the GoFundMe's I, going. I, I, I donated my money. I gave 25 bucks. Oh, good man. Good man. Thank you. All right, Jim, we'll, we'll touch base in the near future. All right, buddy? All right, thanks, guys. Thanks. Coach Jim, guys. Yeah. He won the biggest loser. What a great guy. That's awesome. Super yeah. nice guy. Hey, guys. Yep. Uh, I spoke to Mike, uh, the peanut guy, over the weekend. I meant to tell you guys last night, but forgot. Um, but uh, he's able to speak again, which is good. He, good. Uh, I, I just I texted with him. 
Um, but uh, we're going to check in with him later this week, maybe Tuesday good. or Wednesday. Good, good, and, good. Uh, but yeah, his, his jaw is healing nicely, and uh, the GoFundMe was a big help. So we can touch base with him um, tomorrow or Wednesday. Nice. You I can't live your life in a show. No, you can't. <laughs> All right, we need to take a break, but we also need to give some away. I have 1917 uh, available on DVD right now, and we'll take uh, colors uh, 5 and 6 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will give that to you. Something else to watch while you're at home, if that is indeed what you're doing, hanging at home. Uh, we'll come back in a moment or two. A couple more guests on the program. Tammy Pescatelli will be joining us. Ken Jennings is on the show as well. And another shot at 500 bucks with MMR's Rock Refund. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. When a reporter finishes a story, what questions did you wish they'd asked? What's one unexpected detail they didn't have time to explore? Why is it even happening? Get to the why behind issues that matter in your community. The Why from WHYY uncovers interesting parts of the story you haven't heard about yet. The impact of those stories on your life and your neighborhood. There's more to every story, if you take the time to tell it. Subscribe to The Why wherever you get your podcasts. Don't settle for part of the story. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's do this another time. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right, here we go. Two videos head-to-head. We're in our Sweet 16, by the way. We have in the Hey Bitches section of the brackets, The Bachelor got hard and can't find the door against Manthe's Kitchen. So these two face off against each other. And just to remind you what they sound like, here is a little clip of The Bachelor got hard and can't find the door. The what p- happened? You cheated on her. What? Yeah. <laughs> about you, you did. Oh, punch me in the face. <laughs> if I ever see me in a bar, look at it. The, quote, revenge bod I've tried to joke about isn't some new diet trend. It's because I've been physically sick. I'd love to see Capra on The Bachelor. You ladies are sick. <laughs> one of you is going to get a rose, and the other's aren't. It's going to make you feel sick if you don't get one. Can I have a second? All right, so that video will face off against Manthe's Kitchen. Mm. Here's a little clip of that. I'm going to pound my meat. Oh, they, my. Okay. They, you need a cooking show. Cooking with Manthe. Yeah, oh, my God. Hi, everyone. Hola. Hola. It's Manthe's Kitchen. It's very, we're making enchiladas. <laughs> and I'm sure you have a garnish just right. <laughs> Make sure you get the Philly accent in there. So, so you don't have to order it on the stove. <laughs> <laughs> Break your own hill. <laughs> All right, you get to vote, and we appreciate your vote. You can go to PrestonandSteve.com and take care of all of that right now. Hey, I wanted to point out with the the beautiful weather today, um, you know, we uh, fortunately, part of our daily routine continues. We can come to work and, and so forth. And on the drive home, the blossoms lately, the the, the trees, the, the cherry blossoms, the Asian pear trees, they look gorgeous right now. Uh, yes, everything is spectacular. Yeah, and those it, other trees, the semen trees. The, yes, those are the, are the they Asian pears. Yeah, yeah. oh my god, yeah. I've oh, got that's two, Asian pear. Yeah, I think that's what they're called. I've got two in my backyard. Are you full Peter North in your neighborhood? Big time. So they're they're the white ones. They have the big, they, the beautiful white yeah. flowers on them this time of year. And yeah, so yesterday we were out, and, and it was a little breezy yesterday, and. Uh, 
somebody around me, there, we have some farmland behind us, and they had just turned it or fertilized it or something like that. So I'm smelling oh, wow. absolute, you know, cow <laughs> crap. <laughs> and then when the wind would shift, I'd get a big whiff of semen from my trees. <laughs> DVDA. In the backyard. Totally yeah. DVDA, oh, man. DVDA day. Both sides. But um, things, uh, and we're going to be seeing in the very near future little... Um, Spots of green starting to pop up. So the spring is starting yeah. to happen. It's beautiful. I'm loving it. I mowed my lawn on Saturday. Yeah. And just that very normal thing. It felt good. And that, that smell of the grass. Just those things that indicate moving along. It's a good thing to do, to get outside and smell that semen. My so, stupid mower wouldn't start yesterday, Steve. I, oh, I, man. <laughs> and I did everything right at the end of the season last year. Uh, and uh, I just texted my friend Ryan, who works at Berwyn Lawnmower, who are open for business, by the way. Uh, and he's going to try and help me out. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to get out and cut the grass this weekend just to be outside, just to do something. And, yes. and I, couldn't, I couldn't do a damn thing. Well, do what you can. And, by the way, if you, you know, speaking of things being beautiful, if you are going to have to spend your time uh, during the, the quarantine uh, cooped up somewhere, You'd want to do it in this particular story because Kathy sent this over to me last night. Kath, I started reading. I know you gave it the, the, the basics of, of the story, and I started reading it. I'm like, <laughs> I want this to happen to me. This is right? okay. So Olivia and Raul de Frietas are currently on their honeymoon. They're at a five star resort in the Maldives. That's how you say it, correct? The uh-huh. Maldives. Beautiful it's island, gorgeous. island uh, nation. You'll and, see commercials for it all the time. Yeah, it's composed of more than uh, a thousand tiny idyllic islands in the Indian Ocean. Now, the couple arrived just married from South Africa. That's where they're citizens. On Sunday, March 22nd, they were planning to stay for six days. And for a 27-year-old teacher and a 28-year-old butcher, uh, this getaway was was an extravagance. They were, you know, they're they're blowing their money on this. It's a big deal for them. Right. Uh, it's not like they they go off to places like this all the time. Let's this go for it. No. It's a once in a lifetime. Yeah. So they they had some concerns about the trip, considering the mounting travel restrictions imposed in light of the new coronavirus outbreak around the world. But nothing specific that would affect them had been announced at that time. Right. And their travel agent assured them that whatever policy was forthcoming, all South African citizens would be allowed back home. So go ahead. It's your honeymoon. Have a great time. So, you know, they made all these plans. They had spent all this money. It was a big deal for them. So they went ahead and did it. Well, by Wednesday, they received notice that their country's airports would all be closed by midnight on Thursday. Jesus. Flights back to South Africa are five hours to uh, Doha, Qatar, a three-hour layover, and then nine hours to Johannesburg. So even if they scrambled, and even if they could have gotten a flight, the complexities of leaving their remote island ensure that they would never make it home in time. So they weren't going to do that. Uh, The few other guests still at this resort, this five-star resort, Last week, escaped to their respective countries. The last of them to leave, uh, a couple from America, had to wrangle permission for a flight to Russia before returning to the United States. That's how many hoops they had to jump through. Jeez, could you imagine that? So the couple considered taking the hour-and-a-half speedboat ride to the main island and trying their luck at the airport. But the Maldives had also announced their own lockdown around the same time, banning any new foreign travelers. If they left the resort, they might not be allowed back in. So... They stayed. Uh, They reached out to the South African consulate in the Maldives and the closest South African embassy in Sri Lanka for help. A representative told them via WhatsApp that there are around 40 other South Africans spread among the Maldives and that their option 
you would, are so screwed. Would be to hire a charter jet at their own expense for one hundred and four thousand dollars. Oh my god, one hundred and four grand. By Sunday, they were the only guests left at the resort. It's called the Cinnamon Velafushi Maldives, Ooh, which normally what's that? I got to see this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's what spectacular. You want. Mm. Oh, man. It's like one of those bungalows. You're in the middle of the water, right? Where everyone yeah. can hear you having sex next door. <laughs> and so it's normally at capacity of this time of year, catering to some 180 guests. The room rate started about, so the basic is $750 a night. <laughs> According to its website, the resort comprises uh, the entirety of its spec of an island. So the resort is the island, yes. okay? Uh, there's nowhere to go. So now... They're the only ones there. Oh my God. The couple reign like benign yet captive sovereigns on their islet. The days are long and lazy. They sleep in, they snorkel, they lounge by the pool and repeat. <laughs> An entire, the, the resort's full staff are at hand because the presence of the two guests. Government regulations won't allow any Maldivians to leave the resort until after they undergo a quarantine that follows their last guests' departure. So the staff has to stay there. Because they're there. Yep. And accustomed to the flow of a bustling workday and the engagement with a full house of guests, most of the staff, having grown listless and lonely, dote on the couple ceaselessly. (laughs) Their room boy checks on them five times a day. The dining crew make them elaborate candlelit dinners on the beach. Every night, performers still put on a show for them at the resort's <laughs> restaurant. Isn't that wild? Just two people in this grand dining hall. And at breakfast, nine waiters loiter by their table. Hostesses, bussers, and assorted chefs circulate conspicuously. Uh, the couple has a designated server, but others still come by to chat during meals, topping off their water glasses after each sip, offering drinks even through brimming cocktail glasses, standing in full view. The diving instructor pleads with them to go on snorkeling trips whenever they can. They are dying to do stuff. This is the reason. So they can't leave because they're there. So they can't go back to their own families. Oh, my God. I was was wondering if they would become spiteful because of that, because of having to be there. But they're saying, no, they're they're just absolutely anything you want. In fact... Yep. Too much. Yep, exactly. So they they they're there. They have to stay there. There's nothing. They understand the situation. So they're they're going to say, let's let's do stuff together. Let's make we the wanna, most we of this. We want to take care of you. This is fa- this is oh that's your dream come true, right what, there. I mean, you which, know. So we're looking at all the rooms, which are right next to each other, but they're out on the water, as yeah. you've seen in countless times. You've seen pictures of this place. So uh, if you were to pick one room, which would you pick? One bungalow. Oh, I dude, I'd take any one of those. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, out obviously, here, I can see a little spots of reef, so I'd want to be by those rocks. That's right. Yeah, to yeah. see the fish. Yeah, yep. I, I think I'd probably rather be closer to the resort. Um, so you want to less walk as far? Yeah, less well, walking. And you're not bothered yeah. by people then. Yeah. <laughs> All that walking yes. is horrible. <laughs> Carry me. Piggyback me over to the dining hall. <laughs> but in that situation, does it really matter which bungalow yeah, no. you're in? No, no. I think so. Oh man, it would just be that would be absolutely amazing to have something like that happen. So the and <laughs> how much so obviously it, they would have to then have enough food to keep everything going. Yeah. Right? And it, but it's a small island. So well, eventually they're going to start to run out of stuff. You you figured though they would have had enough they would have had enough food on hand to feed 180 rooms. Right. 180 people, I guess. 
uh, and as long as you know they've got refrigeration, all that stuff, it's not going to go bad. So. It's just crazy. Oh, that'd be the best to just know. To just know oh the world is going on without you. Yeah, uh, experiencing all this stuff, and you're in paradise. Yeah. So when does it start to um, get I mean, old? Yeah, I don't know. I know that when I, when I've when we've gone on vacations, like our, our last one to Hawaii, which you know we 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 blew the load on that one. We're yes. like, this is the big the big trip. And I remember, you know, coming down to uh, in one of the resorts we were staying in, coming down to the uh, the the main area, the resort area where people are. And I came down, I'm like, oh, there's people here. <laughs> 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 you know, you just. You just want it because you're paying so right. much. Yeah. You just want you access. Just want it all to yourself. I'm sorry, this costs too much to have to share it. Oh man! And they don't have to share anything. Kathy, w- you've you've stayed at some pretty awesome resorts, right? Yeah, and listen, like a week is not long enough. You could definitely stay there. I mean, like every time you know I leave, I'm like, oh, I would, I wish that there was a you know a whole other week or whatever. But this. Has there there has to be a point where it's getting old? Kathy, now you read the the article. Uh, are they paying for these extra days? Yeah, so they are paying at. They said a generous. They've given them a generous discount, so they are paying per night. It's like seven hundred and fifty dollars per night to stay there. Um, and all they said it was as is that it was a generous discount. How, so, how generous? Because yeah. even for them, she, she's a teacher. He's a butcher. Right. I don't right. care how generous it is. Right. You're gonna they, they're gonna go eventually go broke. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I doubt they're taking it down to fifty bucks a night. No, nah, but if they could cut it down to like you know two fifty or something like that, <laughs> yeah, maybe they could afford. Something Man, like that's that. still that. It's still a lot. Yeah. It's still a lot, especially when the idea was we'll shoot the load. Yeah, we have this much. We'll run it right up to it. And now, no, you got to stay there. All right. So for us here in Pennsylvania, what is farther away, the Maldives or Bora Bora and Tahiti? I don't know. Dude, I probably about I, the same. I have no idea. Is it? Okay. Why? Yeah, I mean, it just depends on which way you fly around. Uh, but that, you know, in, that, in the movie Couples Retreat, that's where they go is Bora Bora. They, they stay at the St. Regis, and that's, you know, that's an idyllic spot. That's an incredible place to be at. But the Maldives and the Seychelles, those two are on my bucket list, like places to go before I die. Uh, they're probably one and two. It happens a lot of time, though, where people go down to the Caribbean, and you'll go to certain islands, and there'll be a storm That'll be going through certain areas, and, mm-hmm. and your your travel off a particular island is limited where you have to stay. Right. Uh, so you have similar situations. Uh, hang on. Eric says there's an update on them. Eric, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, buddy? Um, so I read that same article last night when passing out in bed, and if you scroll all the way to the bottom, they put an update saying that that couple finally got off the island. They were, like, shipped to another Maldives resort where there's other South Africans Right. Um, like, yeah they're, put. yeah, they're not they're not home yet. Uh, they just at another resort. <laughs> April April sixteenth. Yeah, they moved into they're resort, resort hopping. So they're not the only ones there, but they were there for for a while, which is uh, which is pretty awesome. Now, thanks, Eric. Do you wonder if they're complaining? You know, like yeah, right. With these yeah, people. These people. <laughs> what's what's the uh, and this is not privilege. Is any anybody who wants to what what's the best place you've ever stayed? What what is the the, the absolute. <sighs> I don't ever want to leave here. Place you've stayed. Anybody have anything that comes to mind, Kathy? It was, um, oh my gosh, I want to say it was called St. George's, maybe. I have to look it up, or Georgine's. Um, It was on the island of Capri in Italy. Oh, this is where you saw like the Louboutins and all that stuff? We saw Beyonce and Jay-Z there. Right, yes, that's right. It was absolutely beautiful. It was set in in the mountain, and so you, it was the place where I was showering. They had 
um, no curtains, and you could just open the window. I mean, it was open air, and I was looking I hope at. No one sees my boobies. <laughs> <laughs> but I was looking at the Bay of Naples, and I'm like, I'm Ugh. washing my hair and looking out at the Bay of Naples right now with like. Thank you very much. We love it, you. <laughs> no, but it. I mean, it was absolutely beautiful, and I we couldn't believe um, Steve. It was the the travel agent that you and I use, Rudy. Yeah. Um, and I we couldn't believe that he was able to get us into this hotel for the price he did like it was a normal price and when we got there um that when we were checking in they said we're so sorry but um we accidentally booked your room so we're actually going to give you an upgrade for for no additional what? charge so that's why we got that room that was right on the bay oh that's, a, that's a happy like, accident yeah the, the pool was um you know an infinity pool so it, it looked like you were just in this like beautiful water and they would come around the pool and ask if you wanted you know of course they gave drinks but if you wanted like a cappuccino or a latte or a shot of espresso and like it was almost uh, it was like quiet too there so there wasn't like mass confusion and chaos or any it was it was ridiculous it was so beautiful we were in um uh samaritz right uh, so switzerland yes yeah. okay mm-hmm. and um we are um i don't know again kathy same travel agent um uh, <laughs> but i don't know how he swung it but we we're at this place you know a lot of places have like a um like a hotel car transportation service if you wanted to go into town. And we got, I mean, we were expecting, this is going to be nice, but not this nice, especially for the price. The hotel vehicles were Rolls Royces. Oh, Oh my God. Like to go in and to get Pringles and some soda, you know, to the convenience store. Really? It was, and and I'm like, are you sure? And I'm looking at the car and I'm like, this is for us? Really? Yeah. (laughs) Kathy, speaking of upgrades, so we, this this trip we took to Hawaii this last time, <clears throat> we uh, we're, we're checking in, and they say, okay, you know, we have in a, in a two bedroom suite, and I was like, you know, because there's five of us, and my kids are adult size, yeah. and I'm like, man, I thought I I thought I booked a three bedroom suite, yeah. um, okay, uh, and I'm just like, uh, so how much you know extra for for a three bedroom suite? They're like, okay, let's check on that, clack 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 click 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 click, isn't that okay? Uh, that's uh, an extra $1,200 a night. Oh, my God. And I was like, we won't be taking that. <laughs> Two bedrooms is just fine. How much for a cot? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, um, I was completely wrong about the name of the hotel. It's Hotel Caesar Augustus is okay. what it was. Um, if you get a chance, look it up. It was awesome. Uh, here's a text. says, uh, best place I ever stayed at was uh, the Ramada Antinicum Delco. Ooh. Whoa. I went to a wedding there. Did you really? <laughs> yes, I they did. They have an infinity pool that they call a creek. Uh, let's see. Pearl Beach Resort in Bora Bora, Overwater Bungalow. Is that the one you were talking about, Nick? Uh, the St. Regis is the one oh, okay. uh, that, where they stay in the, in the movie, but uh, it might be the same place at this point. You know, Maybe it's just had different names over the years. You know what those places, though, if you do occasionally and in your life, hopefully you get a couple of shots of places like that. When you're there for like the first day and a half, you're like, at least for your loitering, because it's like, I, well, they're going to find out. They're gonna I, recommended, Go ahead. I recommended one to, to Preston a few years ago, and he ended up going uh, with his wife and a couple of friends. It's called uh, The Gallows in St. John, and, and I've stayed there a few times over the years, and Preston loved it so much that he didn't explore any of the other islands. None of any, <laughs> he didn't go anywhere. I just had, stayed at the resort the whole time. I was going to mention that place, Nick, when, uh, when, when we started this conversation, and it wasn't like it was over-the-top extravagant. Uh, it was just like you didn't you didn't need to do it's, anything but stay it's there. Perfect. It was you know, it, it, yeah. It, it was like literally we walked out this. First of all, you have your own like condo. It's not a hotel. It's a condo, and and then you walk out and you just go you just go down to the beach and you just go snorkeling and that's we drank and you're like how 
snorkeled, had sex, slept, drank, <laughs> snorkeled, had sex. And that's that's one day. Wow. I mean, all day long. It's what we did all day long. It was fantastic. A lot of swinging. A lot of swinging. <laughs> I never, I didn't, we didn't leave. We, the only reason we left, we left one time uh, because I, I You took, were chafing. No, because... <laughs> Our, our waterproof camera, I, I accidentally left it open and it got ruined. So we went over to St. Thomas and bought a new camera. But that's the only time we left. Otherwise, we didn't we didn't leave. When you don't leave your resort, that's a sign of a damn good what's, time. What's the one in the Forgetting Sarah Marshall? The one in Hawaii? Uh, they was that Turtle Bay? I think that's it. Yeah, that yeah. that one looks pretty amazing to me. Yep. Uh, hang on a second here. Duncan has an interesting observation. Hey, Duncan. Good morning. Hey. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, so I'm going to change the dialogue just a little bit because I was stuck in Puerto Rico about two weeks ago. Okay. And they gave us 15 minutes before they shut down the entire island. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, 545, you get, like, the Ambler Alert text, and at 6 o'clock, the whole island was shut. They pulled us out of the water surfing. You know, it was a total lockdown. Um, now, I was advised to get out of there, but they also said, you know, you can stick around and stay at this hostel that I was at. Not hostel, um, you know, Airbnb. But the problem was... With their, their infrastructure down there, they uh, hurricanes and earthquakes, they actually ran out of fresh water Whoa. Um, at one point during Maria. So my dad's bandmate that lives down there was like, get out as soon as you can. So I got a 3 a.m. flight out for like $23. Um, <laughs> God almighty. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It's like a movie. But um, I'm, I'm home here now, and I've just been hopping around, you know, quarantine, social distancing. But uh, my family farms. Oh. And... It's kind of like an island, an oasis, you know, and all yeah. that's going on. Honestly, yeah, because we were talking to Jane Seymour on Friday. She's at she's in Malibu, and she's on, you know, there's this big spread. And for her, it's just like, oh, it's like every other day. No, you're right, Duncan. I have I've some friends who live on farmland, and that actually would be a great place to be during all of this. So many projects to be done, and nobody can come in. Nobody can come out. Yeah. Food. You know, Chickens. Yeah, lots yeah. of chickens. Lots yeah. of chickens. Interesting. All right, it's thanks, paradise. Duncan. Appreciate it. I, I have to pinch myself. <laughs> Gene is stuck. Dear God, it's Valhalla. Yeah, hit the I'm coop. neck deep in chickens. Wow. Uh, listen, I didn't even I didn't realize the time. We have to take a break. What? Because uh, we have guests starting at 9 o'clock, so we got to wrap on this. But I just thought that was an inter- interesting story that this couple was stuck in the absolute greatest place you could be. They were the only ones there for days, and the staff completely pampering them. But it had to come to an end, and now they're at another resort. Yep, yep. All right, so <laughs> let's take a quick break and come back in a moment. Don't forget, we got another shot uh, at MMR's Rock Refund, and we have more matchups with the Daily Rush. When we return, both Tammy Pescatelli and Ken Jennings, two separate interviews, they'll be joining us. Stay with us. We'll be right back. From ashes to new. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. If you do a couple shout outs real quick, I got, uh, let me see, this one says, hey, podcaster out in Arizona. And I introduced my dad to the show and we listen while we eat dinner. Uh, we, ah. we try to listen to as much of the show as possible, but we usually only get through the birthday slash stupid question. Uh, he's a huge fan of the Bizarre Files. Well, that's just the beginning of the show. 
Anyway, oh, from the birthdays to the stupid question. Oh, okay. When, no, that is the beginning. I was thinking a lesson question. Uh, it's Anyhow, better when you listen to us. He's a huge fan of the Bizarre Files, and so we fit those in on weekends. So glad that you made them uh, You made them into their own podcast. Yeah, the fun size you can get, to, or the Bizarre File, you can get just that. Uh, anyway, his birthday was uh, Saturday, April 4th, and I think it'd be hilarious if you could give a shout-out to Jim in Bullhead City. Uh, if you could try to fit it in in the early segment, that would be great. Sorry, guys. You're just going to have to listen to the whole thing. Ray John, that is from Sam. So here is your shart out and a happy birthday to you. And then one more. It says, hey, guys, I was wondering if you could give us healthcare workers at HUPS, which is the Hospital of the University of Pennsylvania, emergency department, a shart out. Oh, yeah. And I work night shift and listening to your show on my drive home keeps me laughing and my spirit's high after tough shifts. We would appreciate some love during these difficult times. And that is from Jamie Dormer. BSN slash RN. So here you go. Big shout out for you guys. So uh, RN is registered nurse. Any idea what BSN is? Do you guys have any uh, idea? Do not know. It'd be something nurse, I would yeah. imagine. So um, I don't really know what that is. We'll have to look that up and see if we can uh, figure that out. All Bachelor right. of Science and Nursing, I guess, is like it's a degree that you can get. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, we need to do. Uh, is our caller on the line? Yes, sir. We can do this. We can do our matchups. All right. Here we go. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right, two more videos to highlight. Uh, actually, two more matchups. We'll just do this matchup for now. We have uh, in the Gadzooks region of our brackets uh, the video Fart Fart versus the uh, Toyotathon Babies and more. Uh, so these two videos have fought before against other competitors, but let's see how they do against each other. Here's a little clip of Fart Fart. Here we go. I like it. <laughs> what was the... There's a fart at the I end. don't know where the fart came from, but I love it. <laughs> that is... Play that at regular speed. Kathy fixes it boggles my mind how you still find it this funny that the three of you can't contain yourselves. I and I'm still laughing at it. When we first played that, it caught us off guard. We were dying. It just shows you how unrelentingly stupid we are. Uh, and that goes against uh, Toyotathon babies and uh, Delco representative and more in this clip. Here we go. Okay, anyhow, <laughs> back from, from Nick's uh, sudden death. Are we still talking about pork? Uh, no, I, I'm going to go to uh, Tom. Birthday is around July 4th. Hi, Tom. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? I agree with Casey. My birthday's <laughs> on the 5th, and there's Great. always a party. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Sounds like you're one you're right now. To be honest, I'd like to be the first to formally invite you to Casey's house <laughs> for an extended party. I'll be there. All right. <laughs> All right but you now you've always enjoyed it, Tom? Yeah, man. Delco. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, man. This kind of representation. Thank you, Tom. Hey, Bill Burns, call in. Your birthday's on the 4th of July, and you wear a suit to work. <laughs> Delco. Delco. Wow. All right, uh, it's up to you to place your votes and which videos you think uh, should move on to the next round. We're in the Sweet 16 now, and you can do that at uh, PrestonSteve.com, so make sure that you do it. Uh, our next guest is on the line, and she has got a special that is out, if you have not seen it yet, the Way After School special. 
uh, came out in March, and I, I, I just love that name, the Way After School Special. She went back to her old high school. Yes, and incorporated a lot of the people that uh, she went to school with. Yeah, please welcome uh, the one and only Tammy Pescatelli. Hey! Good morning to you, Tammy. Good morning. How are we doing today? Good morning, friends. How are you? <laughs> We're doing great. Oh, kids standing. What's going on for you? Nothing's really going on, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very little. I mean, you know, we, we're, we're still going to work, which is uh, cool. It keeps uh, part of our routine going. But has everything come to a crawling halt for you? Yes. It, uh, of course, just as I was becoming successful again in my career. <laughs> I mean, that's how I knew. That it's probably the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Well, you you actually we were looking at this, and you've you've actually um, done some creative stuff. Pandemically speaking, uh, explain what the drive by Big Love Parade is. Okay, first of all, let me say this before any little rats want to call the police. My county isn't on complete lockdown. I'm in the other side of Pennsylvania, and we're allowed to be in your car as long as you're not gathering and you don't have to uh, before 8 o'clock. Okay? All right. So because we've already had little rats trying to call police, but all we were trying to do is something great. We had, uh, uh, we, I get about five cars together, and we, we loaded it up with some signs, and we honked our horns, and we put the kids in costumes, and we drove past. We just did a little five-person parade, and we drove through the town. It's so small, it only took about an hour. And we, we just said, you're going to be okay, yeah, you're going to be okay, and blast and journey. Don't stop believing. And just, you know, people came out, and they waved, and we all made out, because why spread it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, that's uh, that's. This is be this has become all the rage now, especially with in areas. I, I, you know, if you're in your car, you're fine, and you see it now with kids or who have sort of been denied their actual birthday parties and stuff like that. Neighbors will gather in cars or go by or go out on their front lawns and wave across the uh, the street. So you you do what you what you have to do, but I think it's a uh, it's a positive message. I good, I mean, good for you for doing that. Well, thanks. You know, we went through the the hospital parking lot and some of the it was a shift change for some of the people who were working and you know our intent wasn't to make the people cry that's, that's it's so funny like i i'm the opposite of trying to make people cry <laughs> but it was something to let them know we care about you you're not alone you're we're, we're doing this listen if we don't smile and let's look at you guys keep working through this we don't smile and laugh through this we're going to end up, I worry about my kids' generation. They're going to be like our grandparents. You know about our grandparents? There's, you know, every once in a while you had a funny grandfather or something, but they didn't laugh at anything. They took everything seriously. Everything was a catastrophe because they grew up in that Great Depression mentality. I don't want that for this generation coming up, you know? But you know, Tammy, I mean, they referred to it as a Great Depression. So <laughs> there were good parts of it, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't a mediocre. <laughs> no. Yeah. One of the best in your job. That's why. That's why you guys, you guys, good radio will stand the test of an apocalypse. You see, it doesn't matter. Hey, Tammy, I wanted to ask about the the special and going back to your to your school. And I love the name, the Way After School Special. You wanted to do your your comedy special at your old high school. How long had it been? Uh, since you had been there, because I've I've always wanted to go back to my old high school. I don't live in the same state anymore, and I've never had the opportunity to do that. Well, I'm still pretty 
good friends with everybody. I went to school with people. We went to school from kindergarten all the way through high school, okay. all through graduation together. So I'm still really good friends with some of the people that live in the town. So I've been back to the town. However, like, I mean... I'm old, okay? And when I put on my, my cheerleading uniform to do this special, my old high school cheerleading uniform, I thought, wow, I felt happy for a little bit. I felt a little bit sexy a little bit when uh, I put it on because I thought, wow, look at me. I can fit in my uniform. <laughs> and then it was so old, the elastic disintegrated. <laughs> 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 right. Well, you listen, the fact that you can put it on at all is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, but so you incorporated um, old classmates, faculty members, uh, and then apparently an old gui- uh, high school uh, guidance counselor who didn't think you would amount to much. Uh, you got the chance to um, to sort of have a day of reckoning. Explain what happened. Well, I'll tell you, she in 10th grade, I said, I want to be an actress. And I grew up in a little... A small little town uh, outside of Cleveland, just nobody, you know, just everybody, just working class people. We just, no one was doing anything spectacular. Well, we all just were just getting by. Our parents were teachers, cops, nurses, which was spectacular in its own right, you know, Um, and hard workers. And I said, I want to be an actress. And she said, no one from here has ever been on TV. She goes, if you want to be on TV, you're going to have to rob a bank. (laughs) And it's crazy. Wow. It crushed me. Yeah, like it's, I, where I was going to go to school to try to do like theater, I went to school. To, I, I originally was just a fashion design major. So I think after a while, you know, it didn't matter that I've done all these other stuff that I chose and all this other crap. I thought, I'm going to bring this special back to the high school. I'm going to put everybody who wants to be in t- on TV in the town on TV. Uh, I had the kids from the high school working alongside of the professionals, assisting the professionals, so they could end up with a credit. And I was really going to bring her out and tell her, you know, that she was a misguided counselor, but she was dead. So, <laughs> I don't know, maybe ha-ha. I still Ha-ha. Well, you know, so. The moral of the story yeah. you're going to have a come up and. You don't wait 30 years to do it. No, no. It, it, Tammy Pascatelli is telling you what you need to know. Seek revenge as soon as you can. Right? <laughs> That's right. Claim it quickly. <laughs> well, no. It, it's And also now to have specials like this available and for people to get a good laugh. And, uh, you know, I use the phrase diversion therapy and it does work. Yeah. Just to take your mind off all this stuff. There's nothing. It's all going to be there. And then we'll get through all of this. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a purpose that you're serving by doing this. So and I think a lot of people always flirted with the notions Preston said about getting back to the old school and seeing how things have changed or how yeah. or how much they've stayed the same. Yeah. Well, you know what is great about this special? Originally, what the thought process was is you'd call some of your old friends from high school and you'd get together and watch it. And I was going to call you and so I'll still call you. Let me know that you're watching it. I'll give you a call. Maybe you can, maybe you can zoom watch it or have a watch party with <laughs> some of your friends from high school and have a discussion. You know, the idea was just to, just to bring back some of those memories, the whole thing that Facebook was started for, except for old broads trying to take the people in high school who had crushes on them because their life didn't work out the way they thought. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's true. Um, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, you know, and and, and as far as laughing, like, I even did, I'm doing once a week on on Facebook Live with my kid who's 12 years old. We're doing a little show 
not for views, not for likes, but it's just little uh, kids' jokes, jokey jokes, because I feel like we've left the kids out. All the grown-ups, you can watch my special. You can watch Burt Crusher's special. You can watch all these great specials, but what do the kids do, you know, yeah. other than watch Disney Plus or something, which is fine. But So we're telling little jokey jokes for about 15 minutes. i got some of my friends calling in and leaving kids jokes like uh, Billy Gardell and, and Mary Lynn Rice Cat. But people you would never expect to tell kids jokes are telling kids jokes. And kids are, you can submit their jokes um, to us and we're playing them. It's just silly. It's a giggle. It's a laugh. Excellent. And, uh, you know, like I said, it, it's, I, just a, it's the Dixie Cup life. I Remember love it. Dixie Cup? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, Tammy, always great to hear from you. Continued success, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? Uh, thank you, guys. I hope to see you when this is all said and done. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Tammy Pescatelli, yeah. guys. Thank you. We love her. Uh, and we are going right up against a, another interview. Uh, chance to talk to this gentleman. Um, he's got so many good things going on. Not only is the greatest of all time in Jeopardy. Uh, but it, and it's a fact. He's um, proven it. He has a game show now. Which I'm going to watch. Yeah, on Game Show Network. Today at 4. It is called Masterminds. Please welcome the greatest of all time, Mr. Ken Jennings. Yeah. To the show this morning. Hey, Ken. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Hey, nice to have you on. Congratulations uh, with all your success. We actually spoke to you many, 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 many years ago when you when you were in the middle of your of your uh, you know first Jeopardy run. Uh, you were a super nice guy, and you know I love that that you've stayed with this. That you still keep popping up in that in that realm of Jeopardy. It's got to be so much fun for you. It's a huge honor. Jeopardy was always my favorite show as a kid. Like I was kind of a nerdy, trivia-loving kid, and I would run home from school every day to watch like my beloved game shows. And it's a huge honor, like thirty years later, to be associated with, to be like part of the history of the show you liked as a kid. Like I don't know what your favorite show as was a kid, but imagine if you like were now part of the history of Bionic Woman or, every, or something <laughs> like that. It's a great honor. Well, yeah. you, you, exactly. I used to love all the game shows, the exact ones that, you, you know, I was, I was reading an interview with you when you were talking about, you know, Jeopardy. And I guess you, you would watch uh, on Armed Forces Television. You were uh, out of the country. Uh, I guess your dad worked overseas, but like uh, yeah, Hollywood Squares and, and all of that stuff. And, and these were the things, they were all, a lot of them were, were trivia based. I wanted to say how thrilling it was, Ken, to see in that, that ultimate tournament of champions, uh, you know, where you were uh, establishing your GOAT title with James Holzhauer and uh, Brad Rutler. I tell you, you could just see, with all Alex Trebek is going through, how cool. And it was uh, for a song, I guess, that she had wrote. And I was like, ah, whatever, I'll watch it. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Okay, actually, yes, very talented. Uh, but I, I didn't know either, Kath. So here we go. Let's play a little bit of this. Was somebody playing the guitar with Tom Hanks? Okay. No, I don't know who was playing the guitar. That's nice. She's got a good voice. Yeah, she does. She's got a lovely voice. Yes. Bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly. All right, well, that's cool. Nice. And she went uh, you know, it's a little 
down for a NASCAR event, but that's still very pretty. Let me tell you something, Preston. We yes. had the Tom and Joy over one time for, we called it a uh, totally tapas party. Oh, and, my God. Uh, wow. She sang, and uh, it was the voice of an angel. Oh, totally tapas. I thought you said topless. Not topless. No, okay, that'd be disgusting. Yeah, that would be. You know, Joy has those heavy hangers that don't look pleasant. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, uh, listen, she's a lovely woman, but she's up there, and uh, things yeah. are not uh, where they should be. Saggers. Saggers, you know. Yeah. Hammers. Yeah. She's <laughs> got those sagging yeah, hammers. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, it's not good. Uh, uh, by the way, I have to, I have got to mention this impassioned uh, text that I just got, okay? What does it uh-huh. say? Uh, it's for Kathy. It says, oh, no. Kathy needs to shut the F up about <laughs> Delhi. Delhi is the S. She lives in Levittown, home of halfway houses. Loser. And then oh, after that, it says, oh, wait a minute. Delhi, I meant Delco. Oh, damn autocorrect. <laughs> and by Delhi, it's D-E-L-H-I, as in... New Delhi. New, New Delhi. Delhi. Yes. Wow. And I'm like, was I was she going a, off about India? I was a little confused. Yeah, it was when I was talking about India earlier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You were just you, you were weren't having it with him, but uh, hey, loser. shut the hell up, yeah. Dexter. Loser. Yeah. Loser. Right. Loser. <laughs> oh man. No, I won't. All right. Delco loses again. All right, and then uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, by the way, Nick, uh, that is not at the corner of uh, 420 and uh, Franklin Avenue. That is a sculpture of St. Francis of Assisi. Damn it. Yeah, I know. Right. These are, this is the picture you sent him? Yeah, the picture I sent him is, is uh, I know what he's talking about, because that was right across the street from my old church. Okay. Uh, <laughs> any... <laughs> <laughs> There's uh yeah okay okay all right so what else are you looking for? We're doing our own show. Honestly, is, uh, <laughs> gotta tell you that Casey's a gift, and uh, he brings up things that are always interesting. Look. That's why Joy and I have him over the house lots of times. <laughs> he talks about these things that come up on the internet, and uh, it's just wonderful. That's hey awesome. Regis, <laughs> yes, I uh, I I don't mean this in a disparaging way, but I saw a promo that you're running with Jimmy Kimmel, and for the first time ever, I thought you started looking a little bit older. I'm very old. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm falling apart, and uh, I you routinely piss very thick blood. Oh, <laughs> thick blood. Yeah, what? it's like just, it's, it's clotted already. It's 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 uh, it's like pudding, actually. Wow. Uh, uh, but uh, no, for how to be a millionaire, it's good to see him yeah. sitting at the. Because uh, because when is that, by the way? Because Kim was hosting How to Be a Millionaire. Who wants to be a millionaire? When was a millionaire? Is the name of the show. <laughs> and uh, how to yeah, millionaire celebrity who? Uh, uh, yes, and uh, it, it looks good, but again, it's it appears to be done. Son's audience. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this was shot hmm. at some point it, during. It, was yeah, it? it was. Because you know what? We had uh, Caitlin Olsen on, and uh, what was that, two or three weeks ago that we yes. had her on? And she had just come off taping it. So she's going to be on it, um, and uh, and then a whole bunch of other celebrities, as you would imagine. But, yeah, they taped it in front of an empty studio. Right. So it's, it seems to be socially distanced correctly, right? Uh, because obviously there's no audience, and they're sitting across that big table. So we'll see. All right. But uh, it's interesting. Uh, Casey, question for you from Joe here. Hey, Joe, good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Joe, Joe what's up? Wilmington. Yeah. Hey, I need to know what the name of that game is. You're talking about how uh, it was like Cranium. Yeah. But I never got the name of it. Yeah, I, I couldn't think of the name of it, but I just found it on, on Amazon. So I just tweeted it out. But uh, the name of the game is called Over the Line Party Game. It's a, com- a combination of charades and Pictionary words. Ooh. Over All right. the line. There you You're go. The th- right. Thanks very much, man. Thanks, Joe. Rock on. Rock Thank on, you, buddy. Man. We'll see you. Uh, let me see here. Hang on a moment. Da, 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 da. Here we go. Tom has done the iRacing. Ah. Hi, Tom. You're on the air. Good morning. 
Oh, you guys are going to be my new Saturday night thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Hey, that was on the other night. <laughs> yeah. They're showing the crap out of Roadhouse. Oh, that's great. What's up, Tom? Uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, I've been a part of iRacing since about 2012. And i got to tell you, I've been a huge race fan. It is one of the most addicting things I've ever done. I have raced against professional drivers. Really? Even in the video games, they have whooped my butt. Yeah, I've been in rooms with Tony Stewart, Kyle Larson. Wow. Uh, one of the guys that won two weeks ago, Timmy Hill. I was in a private room with him. And, and they, they like, kick your ass? They have, like, again, their, their rigs, we call them rigs. Mm-hmm. Their setups are ridiculous. Mine, back in 2011 when I was building for the game, I spent 1200 and that was just for the monitor. So when, when, you're, when you're talking about the, the rig, are you talking about, because we, sometimes we see them sitting in what appears to be the, like a, this, this the seat, the steering wheel, the whole thing. So it looks kind of like the interior cockpit of a, of a NASCAR. Do you have that? Yeah, I have, uh, I have three monitors. I run a, a, a 10, 60, 16 gig graphics card, Steve, which you would probably understand. Yeah, yeah, I do. And I'm, I'm slow with my, uh, my graphics capability. I have to update my, uh, processor and, uh, and motherboard. But I have, like I said, I have triple monitors. I run a G27 wheel, which is force feedback, three pedals. It's got a six speed in it. Um, but, Sometimes if you have the money, the sky's the limit with it. I, it, it truly is addicting. I've, like I said, I've talked to some of the, the actual guys that race, like Timmy Hill, and he said it's the closest thing you can get to actually getting. Yeah, involved. we've had a wow. number of the guys and, and who've all referenced this. So I guess if you like max out that deal and basically recreate like an, an arcade simulator, we're looking at a screen up uh, something on the screen here that kind of shows the setup it's it's pretty amazing so if you were to really trick out something like that how how many thousands of dollars do you think you're looking at i mean right now the update i'm looking to do because i wait a couple years and get just parts and pieces that are new but older i can update my pc probably for about six hundred dollars and be good for a couple years but if you're starting fresh and you want to do the right thing the sky's the limit some guys do it with just one monitor I personally, I run a lot of dirt series, so I have to be able to see out of either the right side or the left side of the car because you have the car sideways and pitched. All right. Well, so, wait, Tom. How, how much would it would an expensive ring? I mean, like like top of the line run you. If you if you want top of the line where the rig actually moves, you're probably looking north of ten grand. Whoa. Okay, because what we're looking yeah. at is the guy sitting in a seat, the seat's moving with his wheel, yep. uh, and and he so he it's it's perfectly synced up, so the hands on his wheel are the hands on the monitor. He has a, a, a very wide field of vision, uh, and I mean to me, this is as accurate a simulation as you can get. Uh, but uh, listen, I'd love to take a spin on that. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, just uh, all you need is ten thousand dollars. Damn. Wow. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'm happy with the my little computer chair that I have yeah. and and everything else. Uh, I have something else to tell you guys about that. And I just <laughs> do you think we're mind. pretty? <laughs> oh, Steve, I think you're gorgeous. Steve. Thank you. Thank you. Listen I'm, listen, I'm part of the brown paper bag mask brigade too myself. We're, we're gorgeous people. <laughs> okay, we are. Nice. We are. Okay, right, well, well, thanks for the info, man. We appreciate it, Tom. Thanks, guys. All right, see you later. Wow. No, we're looking at that rig. Looks awesome, but ten grand. <laughs> yeah, and then where are you going to sit? That <laughs> that's a commitment. How, how's how's Rochelle going to love that? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, one more uh, quick clip, and then we got to take a break. Uh, Sarah Michelle, Sarah Michelle Geller's drinking game. This is very funny. It's a quick little thing, but she hopped on Instagram and she had this idea for I guess parents who are quarantining with their kids. So give a listen. All right, here we go. SMG tip of the day. Parents, here's a fun drinking game you can play while you're home. Every time you hear someone yell, Mom, 
Take a drink. <laughs> no, wait, don't do that. You'll die. That... <laughs> Good point. Good point. Yep. She's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like that? I don't like, no, I don't like her. I don't you still like, oh, oh. oh. See, I like her a lot. She's Buffy, man. Yeah. Um, she is Buffy. Don't like Buffy. Her. What was annoying about that? I don't know. Just well, like her voice, to... maybe? Mm. Is somebody to... having fun? No, like similar to you chewing a banana. Oh, wow. Damn. There was a, a genuine joy of life, perhaps? <laughs> yes. Let's hear that again. Let's hear what's so annoying about this. SMG tip of the day. <laughs> Parents, here's a fun drinking game you can play while you're home. Every time you hear someone yell, Mom, take a drink. No, wait, don't do that. You'll die. <laughs> you know, like, like that. none of you laughed, so. I, I think laughed. it's cute. I laughed. The first time, Chuckled. Yeah. And she I looks cute in the stuff. video. I mean, it's not like she farted. Yeah. Damn. And she's not always showing her cat's asses to the world. Yeah. yeah. God, I had to lock them in the bathroom. I mean, you want to just let them in. Just let them in. But then you hear this. Because they're, they're, but you're doing they that anyway. Rubbing the mic, yeah. They're rubbing the mic. They're knocking mm. stuff over. Like, I, I can't. They're in the bathroom. Well, listen, you can ask Kathy all about her cats if you want to, because <laughs> we are going to this week at some point, uh, we're going to be hosting an AMA uh, segment or an Ask Me Anything live on the air. Right. You can submit your questions rather than opening up the phones. We'll take your, uh, your questions and we'll go through them. And we might do a thing where we ask each other the questions, unbeknownst to the, uh, the person who's having the question asked. Um, but it's a, at PrestonSteve.com. There's an AMA blog. Uh, clip, click on the member, uh, the show member that you would like to ask a question to, or you can submit one for the entire show. There's a general show section, and uh, we're going to collect the answers and uh, maybe go through some of them this week. I love this. Cool. Yeah, it's Marissa's idea, so we thank her for doing that. But just go to PrestonSteve.com. While you're there, don't forget to vote for the Daily Rush Madness. So I want to take a break and we'll come back and we'll get another matchup and tell you who's facing off against who. What is this? Oh, the Jeopardy thing. We, yeah. we can get rid of that. I meant to play this. Uh, so we'll take a break and come back in a moment. We'll get to that. The Bizarre File. Don't forget another shot of winning $500 on the way at 10. Do not miss it. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So we are a few minutes away from another $500 prize to be given away, but a couple of things to do before them, and this is one of those. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush The last matchup that we'll highlight on our show today is this one, head-to-head. Bill Weston gets off against Kathy's Dreamcatcher and Manthe's Alexa. Who's going to win? This is in the Shart region of our bracket. So let's play Bill Weston's clip first, and then we'll play the other. Here we go. Uh, released in 2009, the LP featured the single, I Get Off. I Get, I get Off. <laughs> Bill Weston, I Get Off. Start I'm going to shoot. Oh, shoot. <laughs> now I'm thinking about Bill at the moment of ecstasy. Oh, no! I know. Yes. Oh, I know. Bill's pillow it. talk. <laughs> oh, it's about to happen. Oh, Phil, a little tingling. Down the tunnel. Another. <laughs> Barn door! Barn door! Oh. Barn door's open. Barn door's open. Quickly, massage my low-hanging fruit. I'm almost there. Oh, my God. All right. God, that's still awful. So that one faces off against Kathy's Dreamcatcher and Manthe's Alexa. I love this one. Here we go. How about some Dreamcatchers, Kathy? No, thank you. How about an, oh, my God. Uh, I get those for Christmas every year. They go 
Hey, right from the gift bag to the trash. Let you just throw them away? Why would I want that dumb thing? What do you want me to do with it? It doesn't catch dreams. Manthe, read the news. <laughs> Today in news, a woman was found strangled to death with her own dream catch. <laughs> Turns out she'd been talking ill of it on air when the gift giver decided to drive over and beat the bitch to death. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. All right, we'll find out who wins. We're in the Sweet 16. So matchups and boating all available at PrestonSteve.com along with the videos that you can watch. So make sure that you do that. Watch them, vote, let us know. And we'll have the winners from today, tomorrow, and you get about a day to do it. Yes. And then we'll find out what the next matchups are. All right, uh, let's do the Bizarre Files. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Files. <laughs> All right, let's begin with this one. Alleged bank robber who became known as the Badwig Bandit has been caught by the FBI in Georgia after evading authorities in North Carolina. Patrick Alexander, 30 years old, is suspected of robbing four banks in the Charlotte area in December and January while wearing an ill-fitting women's wig. I mean, like, he wore different ones, I believe, uh, each time. But they just, they looked really stupid. Uh, He was arrested on Monday, the bad wig bandit, after attempting to enter Fort Benning, Georgia, in Georgia. Uh, he has been charged. Like one of the B-52s. Uh, he has been charged with uh, one count of robbery, but further charges are anticipated as the investigation continues. Why women's wigs? I don't know. I don't, maybe he they thought he'd a... become a. They think it was a woman. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this looks horrible. It, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All four of them are completely different. Wow. Many people are being forced to skip hair appointments. You know, we'll stick with the hair thing here amid the uh, ongoing coronavirus pandemic, and some people have been trying to cut their hair themselves. I love this. Five-year-old, five-year-old George Moore decided to ask his older brother for help cutting his hair. His brother stole his dad's clippers, and George asked him to cut a big bald spot on the top of his head. Their dad, Kevin, only realized what was happening when the boys couldn't stop giggling. And when Kevin uh, walked in, George explained he wanted the, quote, old man haircut <laughs> since he saw it on You've Been Framed which is a British TV show. So, Casey, he gave him the Dr. Phil uh, as this kid. Kevin helped out by smoothing out the lines of the cut to complete the look. So I he, love that. He went for that male pattern baldness cut. Yep. Uh, a Brooklyn man claiming to be, and here's another one of these, claiming to be infected with the coronavirus, coughed on FBI agents who were investigating him for hoarding medical supplies. Listen to what all this guy had, by oh, the way. Oh, it's disgusting. Barack Feldman, Feldheim is his name. Uh, he's facing charge of assault, making false statements uh, to the feds outside of his home where he was allegedly peddling and storing massive amounts of N95 respirator masks. Uh, Feldham is also accused of price gouging. He's suspected of selling a New Jersey doctor about a thousand of the masks for twelve thousand dollars. Jesus, a Christ. markup of roughly seven hundred percent. The accused fraudster also directed another doctor to an Irvington, New Jersey auto repair shop to pick up another order. There, the doctor reported to investigators that Feldham was allegedly hoarding enough medical supplies to quote outfit an entire hospital. Two days later, the suspected hoarder received a gigantic shipment at his home of about eight pallets of face masks. Where's he getting all of them from? I, I guess he's legit. He had yeah. legitimately ordered them, and then he's you know he sells them for he marks them <sighs> way up. FBI agents in uh, special staked, place in hell uh, staked out his house, first noticing empty boxes of N95 masks outside on Sunday. 
Uh, they said they witnessed multiple instances of people approaching his residence, walking away with what appeared to be medical supplies. Uh, the agents confronted uh, Feldham outside his house, keeping a distance over coronavirus fears. When the agents were within four to five feet of him, he allegedly coughed in their direction without covering his mouth. And at that point, he told the FBI agents that he had coronavirus. Of course, he, you know, I'm sure he yeah, doesn't. Yeah, more than likely not. Uh, Feldham then allegedly lied to FBI agents regarding his possession and sale of medical supplies. He falsely told the agents that he worked for a company that bought and sold PPE and that he never took physical custody of the materials. Following his arrest, uh, the FBI on Monday raided a warehouse that housed his suspected stash of 80,000 masks, by the way. So this guy's been busted. All restaurants in Indiana have their dining rooms closed, which has led to Jake Burgess taking extreme measures to keep his employees paid. He owns several restaurants around the state and one food truck and has chosen to close them all. In an attempt to raise money for his workers, he took to Instagram where customers viewing his live stream were asked to purchase gift cards and making uh, donations to workers through Venmo. He promised that if he got a 1,000 or more views, that he would transform himself into Joe Exotic from Tiger King. So he reportedly got 3,400 views. So he got a blonde handlebar mustache and apparently had his hair cut into a mullet, is from what I understand. So uh, the look was uh, a complete, when it was complete, he remarked, oh, my God, give me a tiger and I'm going to run for governor. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. This is um, a little scary. An 11-year-old and a 5-year-old went to the hospital on Friday after eating THC-infused nerds candy. Oh, my God. That they got from a Utah food bank. Uh, It was a distribution center. Uh, the children's families picked up their bag of food from Roy Baptist Church. Police said that in a news release, uh, they know 63 bags of food contaminating the medicated nerds rope candy were distributed. An 11-year-old girl was first to receive treatment later. A 5-year-old was hospitalized. Three other children ate the candy. The ropes contained 400 milligrams of THC. Uh, they were in the original packaging, which included a THC warning label and dosage information. Once those handing out the bags learned the THC candy was inside, they were removed from remaining bags. Police are asking anyone who got a bag of the candies to contact them. How are they in sealed bags? Uh, No, I guess they're not sealed bags. I think they they put them together. Oh, okay. All right. I got you. All right. right, And then one last story, and then we will wrap this up. Let's end with this one. Uh, Within weeks, the uh, EU's European Food Safety Authority is expected by the insect industry to endorse whole or ground mealworms, lesser mealworms, locust, crickets, and grasshoppers as being safe for human consumption. Oh, yay. Uh, The ruling is likely to lead to the final authorization of their sale across the EU as a novel food. By as soon as the autumn, opening up opportunities for mass production of a range of insect dishes to be sold across Europe for the first time. Can't wait. Not going to do it. So they can make things like mealworm flour and stuff like that. And so they're starting to look more seriously at this. I'll uh, I'll have a turd kebab before I have that. uh, They are sources of protein. So There's a school of thought that that suggests that those types of things like crickets and locusts and mealworms and whatever are going to be our main source of protein within 100 years or so. I, Maybe. I don't I've heard it, that. Yeah. It's possible, things like that, yeah. you know, over time as, as, as you get used to the idea. I disagree because I just discovered the very thin Oreos, Preston. Oh, my God. <laughs> have you have you tried those? No. Yeah. Oh, so they like they I love it, the idea. It's just a very thin amount of a cream. Wafa thin? It's almost like, yes, like one of those uh, after eight mints. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's the two cookies with just a very tiny bit of cream. It turns out that's the... That, 
double stuff, I used to think? Uh-uh. No. You go the other way. Yeah. And nice. this is what you want. I, you know what? Yeah, I would like that. Nice. All right, and there you go. That's what I got in the B file. Let's, uh, Case, are we doing? It's 10 o'clock. Come on! Oh, I got to move this thing up. You got to set that up so uh, I can uh, I can hit it. Thing? Here it is. My official intro. And then we have cat? your <laughs> opportunity. Was that what that was? Yeah. Let him in. All right, and then we have your opportunity to do it. Here we go. 93.3 WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. And that word is contact. C-O-N-T-A-C-T. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do this. You can do it through our special contest short code text number 45911. So text the word contact to that. Or to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. One one random entry wins $500 in this company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules are at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. Again, the word is contact. You have until uh, 10.15. Good luck. We'll take a break. Coming back with music news and more. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. In uh, the 90s, I was listening to some old... Is that you? Yeah, I'm, uh, oh, I'm, 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 I'm making s'mores over here. Wasn't sure if that was Kathy. Or <laughs> For once, it's not me. Coupling at home. Yeah. No, dude. Yeah. Uh, Ace is playing with the cats now, so now I got them oh, all good, entertained. Good. Got them distracted. Make there sure you go. wake up every in the, everyone in the house when you start the show, Kathy, so they oh. can keep the cats distracted. Oh, mm-hmm. Steve, I set the alarm off this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Piercing loud alarm Are you t- not, the not, house. not the uh, time to wake you up alarm. The, the, the house the, alarm. The, house no, no, alarm, the, the security house alarm. alarm. That somebody's breaking in alarm. <laughs> How did we do that? Um, so there was uh, a package at the front door that I had not brought in yesterday. And when I came down, I thought, oh, there it is. I forgot to bring that in. And I also <laughs> forgot that the alarm was on. <laughs> so I opened the front door. And there you go at five thirty in the morning. That was. Fun. Did you do? Did you shut it off in time before the cops showed up? Yes, I did. Okay. I was able to to get it off, uh, okay. to shut it off in time. Um, but it, but I did wake everyone. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, listen. We're going to do today's lesson question. We're going to give away a fifty dollars dining card to Carabas. And the question I have for you is: This morning during your public address over the weekend, what was Queen Elizabeth sitting on? Two one five two six three WMMR. So if you heard that this morning in the six o'clock hour. You should call in now. So during her public address over the weekend, what was Queen Elizabeth actually sitting on? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, brought to you by 80 Moyer Lumber. All locations remain open to provide your building material and hardware needs and are focused on customer and staff safety. Call or email ahead for curbside pickup or delivery. You can find them at admoyer.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Lindsay Lohan uh, claiming during an Instagram live stream that her dog lived to 27, an age Guinness says only seven other dogs have ever reached. Lindsay later explained, saying that was in drunk years. Oh, (laughs) my God. Channing Tatum and Jesse J have decided to call it quits Uh, for a second time. Tatum claims he had no intentions of getting back together with Jesse J, but says her vagina tricked him by wearing a fake mustache. (laughs) Hey! 
And Fox has announced that the new series deputy starring Stephen Dorff has been uh, canceled after just a few episodes. The show was canceled so quickly, in fact, that they had only gotten up to the letter H while embroidering Stephen Dorff on his chair. Oh. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood chair. Right, we shall see if somebody was listening and knows the answer. So, um... During a public address over the weekend, what was Queen Elizabeth sitting on? That's the question. 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go to Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Get Zoo. Get buddy. All right. So, during the public address over the weekend, what was Queen Elizabeth actually sitting on? Queenie was sitting on a Sibian. A Sibian. You got it. Hang on a moment, Jeff. For you, a digital... No, not that. That's what we gave away for the stupid question. For him, a $50 dining card to Carrabba's. And you can pick up your favorite Carrabba's Italian Grill signature dishes like Chicken Brian, Pollo Rosa Maria, and Chicken Marsala. Or get dinner delivered right to your door. That sounds good. Order online at Carrabba's.com. Let's do music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 90 WMMR. Hi, this morning is brought to you by the Pennsylvania Ear Institute of Salus University, offering quality care for your hearing and balance needs. Their expert audiologists are going to help you hear your best. For more information, visit salusuhealth.com slash PEI. A video. Featuring a song from Chester Bennington's time with his first band, Grey Days, has been posted online. The song, Sometimes, was written by the Lincoln Park frontman when he was just 18 years old. Uh, the video starts with a recording of a woman calling Bennington, saying that she's going through a hard time. The clip proceeds to show Bennington's lyrics comforting her. Uh, maybe things will get better, maybe things will look brighter, apparently, saying that. Uh, before suicide in 2017, he had reconnected with his former bandmates in Grey Days. And had plans to re-record their old songs. The group's drummer, Sean Doddell, had uh, decided to recently to move forward with the project. And he and his bandmates cut new music to Bennington's vocals. Still sad to think about that. <clears throat> the members of Fall Out Boy, in fact, I have a few cancellation stories here for you, uh, are focused on helping with the pandemic. This uh, There's another store, a story concerning some cancellations. But these guys are donating $100,000. Wow. Uh, to their home city of Chicago. The money will go to Chicago Community COVID-19 Response Fund. Uh, In a statement on the social media, on their social media, they explained, uh, Chicago is a city that we grew up in. It's important to us. We give back and support community and local heroes who are on the front lines any way we can. Uh, No act of kindness is too small right now. That's good. A lot of generosity out there. Uh, they went on to explain the money will help support the local food banks, direct monetary support for those who have suffered loss of income and jobs as a result of COVID-19. They were scheduled to go on tour with Green Day in June, or they still are, I guess. As of now, it's not been postponed. We shall see about that. Now, Tool has officially announced that they will not be performing on any of their previously scheduled North American tour dates. Little by little, they postponed all the dates, scheduled through the end of June. Though no bands are on tour right now due to COVID-19, uh, Tool called it a difficult decision. And opposed to their fans, they stated, we hope that you and your loved ones are doing as well as possible. Given the difficult time we all find ourselves in, Tool ended the post by writing, stay home, stay healthy, and please wash your hands. Uh, previously purchased tickets will be honored for the rescheduled performances, which will be announced at a later date. Artists and uh, bands waiting as long as they can to cancel and postpone tours. Some of them are. My Chemical Romance has now joined the long list as well. Uh, Frontman Gerard Way 
posted a screenshot of himself playing The Show Must Go On by Queen and wrote, everyone's health and safety is most important to us and we know when the time is right. Whenever that day comes, uh, we will get on stage again. And Holy I, no way! <laughs> and I think the Queen song has multiple meanings. If you haven't heard it in a while, you should go check it out. He wrapped the post by saying, my chemical romance will perform again once things are safe for everyone. And lastly, Pretty Reckless, their spring tour has been rescheduled for the fall. The band's vocalist, Taylor Momsen, uh, commented and said, the health and safety of everyone attending our shows is our number one priority. Uh, Pretty Reckless headline dates in May 2020 have been rescheduled. If everything goes as is planned, and we hope as things transpire and we come out of this, everyone seems to be hitting fall dates. It will be the most packed concert fall in history. Uh, MM Barbecue has moved to the fall. Absolutely. So, so yeah. we'll see. And you know what? And, and as soon as we did announce that, which is uh, September 19th, um, people immediately started uh, texting and emailing, well, uh, this concert's that day before, and this is that day, and blah, blah, blah. And it's going to only get exponentially uh, more congested like that. It's going to be crazy. As uh, as postponements and rescheduling happen. So it's going to be an interesting year. They're moving it? Christmas to March. Wow. Yeah. Well, and maybe that's something you, you never know we might like. Uh, it, it could be great. Who knows? All right, and there you go. That's what I have in music news for you. We'll take a break. We'll get back in a second. We'll get the letter of the day for the word of the week prize. Start that off and see what Pierre has got going for you. Stay with us. We'll return shortly. Small businesses are the backbone of our local communities. And right now, they could use our help. Introducing WMMR's Operation Shop Local, encouraging you to buy a gift card from your local business to use in the future. But the cash you spend helps the business right now during a rough time. You can also make a difference patronizing businesses, offering home delivery or curbside pickup. If you run a local business, go to WMMR.com and list your business in our directory of available goods and services. Operation Shop Local is a free service. WMMR is promoting this local business directory for our listeners to review and support when possible. We're all in this together. A message in the community interest from the Beasley Media Group and WMMR. It's been fun today and I want to thank our guests on the program. We had Coach Jim, winner yeah. of the Biggest Loser. He's from Delco uh, on the show today and uh, good on him, man. He's a super nice guy and we're really happy that he won. His life has been changed. We, did, we didn't get a, a clap out of Kathy on that. Could you? I did clap. Did you? I'm sorry. I must have missed oh, that. Okay. Uh, thank you to Tammy Pescatelli. Hey. Uh, her new stand-up special is called The Way After School Special. It's available now on Amazon Prime and uh, Apple TV, Dish, Google, Pay, Play, like, wow, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, and Ken Jennings. Yay! The greatest of all time for uh, Je- as far as Jeopardy goes. And a new show called Masterminds. I'm going to watch it today at 4, right? Uh, yeah. 4 o'clock today, Game Show Network. And uh, the lovely Brooke Burns is the host of that. So Cool, well, thank man. Thank you. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, it's nice to have them on. Um, we need to do the letter of the day, and I think we are going to be doing that. Case, you, you prepared, sir? Yes, who? All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm on my way, but I won't be there in time. All right, let's do this. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. P, as in pine cone. All right, and we have a case of stateside <laughs> vodka to give away. <laughs> wow, a case. Top-notch vodka. (laughs) Plus four T-shirts, four rocks glasses, a tour for four of the distillery, and $150 gift certificate for the tasting room. Stateside Vodka, Philly's hometown distillery, 
is now delivering right to your home. Available <laughs> through Philadelphia, throughout Philadelphia and the PA suburbs. You can visit statesidevodka.com for details. And, uh, of course, they're the ones that provided these awesome bottles for Kathy's Bitch Box this year. They're great. Super yeah, they charitable. Awesome. Good people. Yes. Yep. So we appreciate those guys uh, coming by. And one of our former interns works with them. No kidding. Well, yeah. If I, I mean, they... remember her name, it would be awesome. <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that bring it all home right there if we just knew who you were talking about? Marissa will know. Yeah. I'm trying to get my cats off the desk. Okay. <laughs> uh, Are you thinking of an intern or calendar girl, Kath? Intern. No, oh, because uh, didn't calendar girl Megan used to work yes. for them, too? I believe yeah, she okay. does. Yeah, and continues too. Mm. And I'm going to say half sentences for a few minutes now. Mm. Hey, uh, I do want to mention there was one a piece of audio I wish we would have gotten to today. I totally forgot it. We'll play around with it tomorrow. Uh, but uh, Our Ken- favorite Kenneth Copeland, the yeah. uh, uh, the preacher. Ugh. Oh my God! Did you see the latest, Nick? Yes. Oh my! I just, I, I, Wait, what? I hate this guy. <laughs> well, listen again. I say this. There's every reason to find him reprehensible and disgusting, and 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 he's he's profiteering off the uh, the, the fear of other people. However, as far as show content goes, oh my God, yes. yeah, it, it's quite wonderful. And we Comedy can't goals. we can't get to do it to uh, it. Uh, we'll get to it tomorrow. I would have gotten to it today. But we didn't get a chance to do that. We'll have to do it tomorrow, and we're not going to be able to do it today. So, and you can hear them in the background. They echo him, by the way. Today, today, today. today. Okay. today. Yeah. All right. So anyway. you were a little late on that. You there in the steer sucker suit. Is Kill that, him. Is that the preacher guy? Take yeah. him back and beat him to death with a baseball bat. <laughs> Didn't they arrest one of those uh, charlatans? Yeah, well, they're, they're the ones who are selling what they this 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 silver this liquid that actually can kill you and will turn your skin blue. A uh, number of of uh, hucksters are hawking this stuff. Well, I think he's talking about no. the guy who kept having services oh, yeah, yeah, despite yeah. the uh, uh, the no contact rule and all that. And yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, and uh, he was they were going to pray the virus away. Of course. Yeah. 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 There he goes. Yeah, there I'm he ready. goes. And there he goes. How you doing, man? I'm praying the virus away. Nice. Yeah. Nice. How you? And asking for donations. That's great for my mega church. Okay, Maga Church is what we call it. Yeah, Maga Church. (laughs) (laughs) Maga Church. You gonna ask him one more time, Chris? How you doing, man? It'll be the Oh Dear Church. Um, I'm. I I won't do it a fourth time. I don't know how the hell I am. You're doing great. But I did. I'll answer for you. Thank you. You're doing great. You're doing great. Uh, Perfect. Thank you. I watched a lot of Marvel movies over the Did weekend. Did you? Yes. So there was a, a list that was put together. Yes. Uh, actually, Pancake sought my advice. Yes. What are you up to now? Uh, let's see. I got Thor, uh, Captain America, Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, and Avengers 1. Oh. Wow. Well so what do, you, what do you think about your entree into the Marvel Universe? Well, I had seen Iron Man 1, but I needed to see it again. And I'd seen Captain America, but I needed to see it again. Because that's the origin of the blue cubey stuff, right? Which uh, the, the blue cubey, yeah, the blue cube yeah, thing, the tesseract, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, uh, I, I don't want to speak personally, but yes, and um, it is the essence, I guess, of what goes to well, certainly Avengers number one, right? Yes. So yeah, maybe yep. it, it goes into Avengers number two. I don't oh know man, I'm excited for you because there's just so much greatness. <laughs> Uh, in your future. Are Are you you enjoying it? Are you enjoying it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good escapism. Uh, I I thought Iron Man 2 wasn't that good, to be honest. It's okay. Uh, Uh, They they, they miss... I I think there's a lot of issues with uh, Mickey Rourke and the... This is my bird. 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 Yeah. My head with bird. The parrot was more understandable than he was. 
Yes. If he uh, sang that song, the bird is the world. Build is the world. <laughs> Everybody knows about the build. Build is the world. Just build, build, build. Build is the world. It's just, I mean, it's too much. Ratchet it back. My head hurts. I have whiplash from trying to say that fast. Which character is this? His whiplash. That's whiplash. With the super huge fingers. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Okay. He could finger bless the Holland Turtle. Okay, got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they get better, Pierre. Was that the, the Mickey Rourke one? Yes. Yeah, that, 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 that's sort of a quasi misstep, as is the, the, the Incredible Hulk. Is, is, is good. It's okay. But from here on in, you're dealing with um, with um, the, the, the worst is still very good. The, right. the only good thing, the good thing about Iron Man 2 is it takes a break from the uh, the world is being is going to be yeah. destroyed uh, right. uh, storyline. And so you get some, some, some Tony Stark's dad. Right. Uh, and the history of their which will, moments, which will come into there's useful information imparted in that, right? Because that's also featured more heavily than I had remembered in, in Captain America, Tony yes. Stark's dad. Uh, where do I go next after Avengers? Oh, gonna, uh, um, I, I tweeted out a, a um, a complete there's list. An order. I, no, I, 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 order. I couldn't I, tell you off the top of my head. I have it on my email. I right. just uh, was uh, verbally looking for it. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. Listen to the belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe Iron Man 3 might be the one. All right. It's so a this. Um, anyway. It's a good movie. Good movie. So are you enjoying them, I think, was the original uh, yeah, question. No, it's, they're, okay. they're okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm not. I'm more of. A, I've always been more of a DC guy than I was a Marvel okay. guy, uh, and then so I at uh, two in the morning I started watching Justice League of America. I said, "You must stop this." <laughs> and, uh, I, actually, it's it's a good movie. I enjoy it. I, I like really it. do. Yeah. But then I forgot that you. Re I need to go back and see Superman versus Batman because that sets up Justice League of America. Watch yes. the director's cut when you watch that. Watch Superman the long watch. Be, yes, because they leave out about a half hour oh. of valid plot points. Okay. That they should have kept it. Why don't I talk to you before I do anything? I'm Steve, always there. Steve is a I guy. have a 24-hour service. You Thank just call you. me. It's at $19.95 a month. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Cool. Uh, what's on the show? Today! We'll have a workforce blocks of Bob Seger and a Foo Fighters and Alice in Chains. Woo! I love it. Today. Right. You. And, uh, that is Today! And you will have your chance to win uh, money, too, because MMR's Rock right. Refund is happening. Right, that, that thing, right. too. Let me thank our sponsor. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme. You today? can now enjoy the... Uh, yeah, today it is. Today! Today! Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can enjoy the convenience of ordering your groceries online and have them ready for pickup at a time that's convenient for you. Maybe that is... Today! Uh, each item will be carefully selected and brought right to your car. That's Order great. Order online and shop.acmemarkets.com. Uh, tomorrow on the program. Today! No, tomorrow. <laughs> will be uh, Brandon Boyd of Incubus will be joining Very us. Very nice. Really cool. Uh, our buddy Rodney McLeod. Yeah. Uh, Robert Moore is a guy who actually stayed on Joe Exotic's zoo grounds for a week. He's the one that has that podcast. Okay. Oh, so that started, the one that, uh, that uh, got uh, Kate McKinnon interested in doing the movie, correct? I believe so, Steve, yes. All right, so we'll find out uh, everything that he has to say about those experiences. And uh, there's a chance we might have Dr. Oz on tomorrow, too. So it's going to be a full program. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Today! No, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Bye-bye. Uh,
Preston and Steve. Love you. Hate you. Live. You know, everybody keeps going on and on about Tiger King, but that's not the first show about violent Tiger sex cult. Don't you remember the Thundercats? <laughs> Next message. I just wanted to give a big Dr. Mike love ya to all the truck drivers out there making sure that our stores and our hospitals are stocked up and ready to go. Thank you for all your hard work. Next message. All right, so first you said no sports, and I was like, oh. And then you said no concerts, and I was like, oh. And then you said the state stores are going to close, and I was like, oh. But then you said no rim jobs, and I was like, what the f*** is life worth living for anymore? The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. For all the latest in Overwatch League action, check out The Owl's Nest with me, Robbie Landis, and my co-host, Jake Lyon. Find new episodes every Friday at CheckpointXP.com or download from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.